listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The rhythm just sways, and like a sorceress, I slays. Foes and rivals who want to come this way, they better pay attention or a pension, not to mention suspension. From the microphone plus attention, Trey 8's O will vacate those if there's drama with my henchmen. So lamp to my man Mussolini. Go get your own staff. Call the calf. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tales podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house on a Monday. Mm-hmm. On, a, on an action-packed week for the blackout tips actually i mean we gonna have guests every every episode this week i know right who do we think we are i, I don't know uh but uh as we do have guests on the show uh, as you can tell from the the voices up front they're no strangers to the show Mm-mm. uh it's leslie and drew from the interracial john podcast what's up ladies and man hello everybody hey rod hey karen hey everybody in the chat room and what's going on thanks for having us on man we're so excited to be here anytime man i'm glad y'all could uh you know take a a second from saving the world from uh (laughs) racism and and come kick it with us man we appreciate y'all taking the time man speaking of which what's going on in y'all's lives man what's the uh what's the house um i've been in a little bit of a kind of chill mode after a pretty busy first quarter so this month i'm taking some time off but june i'll be um going to philadelphia um to do some work around social media and social justice and to detroit for allied media conference which is a big event and i'll be there talking about podcasting for social justice which is going to be really fun and um and then i'm turning 40 mm. so that's on the horizon well so i have was- i have good news about turning 40 coming up later in the show so i mean you know it's, it's something to look forward to good awesome. timing <laughs> <laughs> well um i'm glad everything's going good man mm-hmm. and how's everything with the podcast it's been it's going great i mean we're doing you know the show once a week and it's been really great we've had um so many wonderful people agree to come talk with us for some unknown deranged reason including you guys which has been really fun and i don't know for us it's been really great um because it's like some dedicated time to talk to each other because we get so busy sometimes and so Mm. for us it's a little bit of you know couples therapy a little bit of fun a little bit of you know kind of talking a little bit longer about some subjects maybe we didn't have time to talk about the rest of the week and i don't know it's, i love it so me too it's good and i uh I, got, I just got some new toys oh yeah it's been exciting well he likes all the technical side of things so. i do it's fun I, I bought a uh i i just couldn't get rid of the the hum coming from the so i play like little jingles and stuff whatnot mm-hmm. and i go use a well like a three and a half millimeter like a like a headphone cable and you had this constant hum so like 20 bucks got a little uh box on amazon called a di box i guess i don't know what it is it's just some sort of in goes a mic cable on one and out comes uh or in goes a you know one side of cable and a balance comes out the other one and i'm gone it's i'm nice. gone that's what's up man it's all that matters it's gone it's crazy the little shit that'll bother you about a podcast <laughs> leslie can't even freaking hear it I can't. when we produce it it goes away I, i'm not even kidding when you produce it there's like a little thing that like get rid of that little hum it goes away but i just i wanted to get rid of it 20 yeah. bucks it's gone i'm happy <laughs> yeah little shit will drive you insane dude especially <laughs> if like it can be a million people listening to your podcast but if like one person notices it you're like fuck you know what I mean? Like that's that, that, I should have fixed it. I, I knew something when the show was going on, but I didn't do it, and now it fucking sucks. The whole thing is worthless. 
uh at least that's at least that's well walking to my brain that's how my brain works no, that's totally how his brain works and worse still the person he always asks do they hear something is clove from chonilla mm. and he's even worse than drew is so it's like you know no i had to get him on the phone leslie leslie leslie, leslie couldn't it hear crazy. it she didn't know what i was talking about and i'm like <laughs> get clove on get him on get him on and we recorded something and he's like no i don't really hear it i go no but produce it produce it and he goes oh there it is i hear it i was like yes thank yeah, you. It, the worst is when it's like um somebody who's like three weeks behind and they're just like oh man <laughs> episode uh 437 um it was a, a slight ticking sound from three minutes to five minutes and you're like fuck for real nobody said anything the, the show everybody thinks our show is shit that's why they don't talk to us like it's, it was like that's my that's how my brain was working but that's, that's you know podcast broccoli in your teeth dude yes. you had podcast broccoli mm-hmm. nobody said anything you have to fight oh. you have to fight yourself <laughs> you know i'm like no the show's right it's okay i had to talk to myself like an adult in my head like the show's okay rod everyone likes it <laughs> people are leaving positive reviews they would have said something if it was really bad uh, it's just this one person it's just this one person you know like like i have to do that or else i'll just fucking be like why even do a podcast i'm going back and get a job <laughs> um but uh yeah so you can check out the interracial john uh it's all on uh all your uh podcast platforms mm-hmm. uh you guys got it on google play Wait, yet yep no i gotta get on that mm. i haven't done it yet I yeah it's, it's real easy you just submit like this form and they put it on there um but uh yeah anybody that's podcasting is listening to this get on google play yeah. it's free get doesn't google play yeah it doesn't take long to get uh verified or whatever and mm-hmm. they just throw you on there um but uh yeah all the places you find podcasts you go put in the interracial john and that's j-a-w-n and uh they'll come up and they have some lively spirited conversations and they also educate you about uh is the president black enough uh the correct answer is always yes true. Uh, very true still waiting on the uh the the, the, the twist where they go not this week but no. uh hasn't happened yet He's- <laughs> <laughs> he keep getting blacker man like that shit he did he went to howard and was just like be proud of your blackness i was black. like what extra black i was like okay you know what i'm now looking forward to out of office obama like before i was just kind of like man i just want him to be president forever like a king and then uh now that we're getting close to him leaving he keeps doing blacker and blacker shit you know like hey let's just have all the rappers in the white house and shit like that um now i'm just looking forward to him when he doesn't have to worry about anything uh except chilling i i mean who knows he might grow the fro back out you know <laughs> get a beard anything can happen and the same with michelle and all that and um have you seen the trailer for that south side with you yes we saw out? it yeah so to, i was looking at that and i was like oh man look at barry gonna be out he's gonna be out in these streets just doing whatever you want to do it's gonna be a whole other level of stuff and then the other thing that crossed my mind was i got a submission for an uh, an action that's coming up i think it's in columbus Oh no, it's in St. Louis, and the, and the location of it is Barack Obama Elementary School, and oh. I was like, hold up, as it should be. Wait a minute, they already naming schools after them. Was I'm, it in Chicago? Where was no, it? No, it was in St. Louis. But I'm, it's right. just we're gonna be on some other level of stuff. That's just what's up. Alone. Think about that. Um, so that's what's up, man. I can't wait, man. I, like I said, I, I, I went from kind of being like, I'm gonna miss my president to being like, well, isn't he president forever, really? We'll always call him president. We'll call him president now, man. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll get, and the best part is we, once he's out of office, I get to call him president 
and he doesn't get to get blamed for anything that's currently happening which is like the only qualm i have about being such an obama stand is that whenever somebody does bring up something that the united states is doing fucked up i have to be like okay he is the president and you know this thing is happening on his watch so that's bad but when he's out of office i just get to be like yeah well you know hey he ain't the president you know what i'm saying so how though i have a feeling <laughs> the way you know the checking and the savings is set up within white supremacy <laughs> mm. that he'll be blamed anyways trust oh right. oh oh i'm sorry i wasn't talking about white supremacists only talking <laughs> about um i'm only talking about the liberal white people oh, that oh, i hey, yeah those people yeah i don't <laughs> i don't even kick it with the other kind of white people mm. like if it's like white white people that are like just oh like overtly racist and shit are like the whole milk of white people and i'm lactose intolerant you know (laughs) (laughs) like i I can barely stand the two percent white people so i don't know how anyone deals with the whole milk white people that's crazy (laughs) um anyway (laughs) make sure y'all check oh go ahead drew is he black enough for you i'm not gonna speak on that because i'm white uh but uh i'll just say uh in terms of like wait you're white yeah in terms of like the (laughs) like across the board like white people like like getting in their feelings the uh, White House correspondent, Larry Wilmer, like that was peak. I don't know if that was peak blackness. There might be a correlation between peak blackness and like peak pissed offness with white people. There probably is a lot of overlap. But <laughs> for me, that was definitely like, I, I guarantee you that was, at least it felt like, they were like, oh my God. Yeah, that, I mean, first of all, I think he's the first president in 33 years to talk to an HBCU cause commencement. Like, that's wild that that has taken so long um it might even be longer but i want to say 33 or 37 it's some number like that um and then to give that speech man because it's like when he first started giving speeches to black crowds when he first got the job the speeches had to be like oh you're black you're great you're over you can overcome anything but okay guys let's not be stereotypes right we don't want to have kids out of wedlock we don't want to not work and we don't want to complain and it's always just kind of like i don't know it felt like that part of the speech was for white people that were watching him hoping that he wouldn't be too black right and i never really liked that part of the speech like i always would be like come on man you're talking to like people that are graduating college they're not dumb they're not yeah like whatever loopholes or stereotypes that you have of these people these are are people who are achieving um so why even bring that up on this joyous day we don't do that to white graduates we don't Mm -mm. have this moment where we have to be like now stay off the drugs so it was cool to see him kind of develop over eight years to where now he's not saying shit like that because i think that's better i think the most um quote-unquote critical thing that he may have said was uh if you're gonna be active in 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 like social justice also be active in the political process uh which you know is always going to be something that he as president and as barack obama politician he'll always think i don't think i think he'll die being like and and i think lots, do that. lots of people within social justice agree with him mm-hmm. for that matter you know it's not he's not a lone uh ranger in that opinion um yeah so it's not surprising at all there's for sure significant number of people for whom that's that's totally true and and valid so yeah it's always like it's just funny because in the titles of the articles it's always kind of taken out of the context of the whole speech and put like here he goes slam it down black lives matter you're like that's not <laughs> that's not what he did like i watched the whole speech he didn't slam down black lives mm-hmm. matter everyone applauded everyone mm-hmm. agreed it was a very it was more of a supportive thing nah man he is saying black people don't vote or whatever you're just like okay so 
we're not gonna have a good discussion about it you're crazy <laughs> um anyway guys we um have uh some of our favorite people in here and uh you can find their podcast and their website at interracialjohn.com as well as uh find them on twitter uh leslie mack um is uh leslie's twitter and very white guy is um <laughs> is drew's twitter and interracial john is their show twitter so make sure you're following all that stuff man because mm-hmm. uh it helps uh of course you can find us the sexes and um you know leave us five star reviews and leave them five star reviews and you know while you're there leave everybody else five star reviews you listen to mm-hmm. everybody loves those things and if you don't like the show just don't leave a review at all don't say anything get a five star review and you get a five star review. <laughs> yeah just hand yeah. them bad boys out to everybody uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 516 that bobby schmurter has been locked up two million dollar bail no not being lowered so bobby it's so terrible yeah it's gonna go on i I mean it's looking like it's gonna definitely make it another three months i believe so he's gonna be close to 600 days yeah um and that and i think the three months is just how long he can go before i think they just have decided they're not even gonna try to appeal for the next like three to six months or some shit so whoo and it, it's also you know should be noted that it's not uncommon either this is not an extenuating circumstance frequently right. uh you know we see black and brown people have the same experience surprising is that somebody should have had the money to get bobby out which is a whole different conversation but right. generally you know monetary bail is is the worst the worst thing yeah the only oh go ahead Karen. i'm sorry mm-hmm. oh all right the only surprising is is that he's a guy that did have money and had people that were making a lot of money off of him and they still were like no like normally when you can like afford a good lawyer and shit it's like okay we lower the bell that's customary we get you out on the streets let you continue to earn money uh because it's gonna take us possibly two to five years to even try all this shit and they're just like no your ass stay in here forever so um i guess he'll get some time served on uh (laughs) whatever if he gets convicted if he gets found innocent whoo that's just his whole career died because of this bullshit because of this mm-hmm. um it happens all the time and that's how they get people to plead out yeah absolutely they, they use mm-hmm. this as a weapon the prosecutors it's a tool in their arsenal to get convictions and it's 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 a thing about if you uh, go down the line go much much smaller you have an individual mm-hmm. that's got a normal job and they get some sort of you know i don't say petty crime but you know whatever it is broken windows policing and they spent a weekend in jail it's like okay i'm using my freaking job i'm gonna stop earning money i don't go to my job i don't make money and the option is sign this bullshit and i'm guilty and i get to go out and have all these conditions and probation and whatnot or i can stick around and you know wait it out for i don't know how long you know what i'm saying like the options yeah. are pretty they're, they're twisted and they're and, deliberate and it's, it's effed up and our society is very much weighted towards like accusations equal guilt if you de- if you don't like the person so like if a person is black there's a chance that hey accusation they did it if a person is you know what i mean particularly if you're just not fitting a certain standard so um you know this black uh he's a young black dude that does rap music and uh hangs out with a gang i mean they are gang members so mm-hmm. as far as people are concerned just the accusation itself right. means he did that shit so it's you know tough luck trying to get anybody to to not believe it um uh, speaking of accusations man we got a lot of shit going on today let's just get right into the news uh wendell pierce oh you, boy you guys may know him as bonk from the wire 
lord um i was on twitter at like three in the morning i just saw this like this wire star wendell pierce arrested for attacking bernie sanders supporters in atlanta hotel and i was like what i swore it was the onion i swore i was like there's no that's the most ridiculous set of words to be strung together in a headline since i don't know what <laughs> yeah i was joking about it this morning but i was like he sits at the perfect intersection of having some white liberals because he's uh he's he's black he's openly a hillary clinton supporter so yep. it's not even that thing where a lot of black people kind of hedge their bet where they're like i don't really fuck with bernie but i don't fuck with hillary either like he's like no i fuck with hillary so right. so i right there i know he's prime time to get like a to be a target of people you know harassing or whatever and that he's been harassed pretty much for the last year plus yep. so actively and probably very aggressively i would also say he can afford it people he can afford it too you know what i'm saying like mm. he, he can uh you know i'm not saying he's gonna, just like you know if he's like backing himself up in a corner people being shitty and they're you know gets to something like you know oh you mean he could pay he could pay the fine he's got somebody he could yeah it. yeah well what's funny though is if he made it this long i'm like i don't know why it would happen now because what happened yeah um well also um uh he's been on the wire which is a huge thing for liberal white people okay love that. it's uh, like, that's the fourth thing white people love yeah i guarantee that has come up his race being on the wire and sanders marching with king has definitely come up in a conversation with him before mm-hmm. um so i can imagine just the prime intersection of just people being like but you're black you yeah, know <laughs> it's, yeah it's like for white people it's like the cheese and wire and you're like okay <laughs> sometimes they rotate around but you know right those are the number two things on the list for most of them <laughs> jesus and why the wire um all right so wendell pierce uh star hbo's the wire was taken into custody late saturday after allegedly attacking two bernie sanders supporters according to tmz the actor who recently starred in supreme as supreme court justice clarence thomas and hbo's confirmation ran into a woman and a man at 3 30 a.m and struck up a conversation and turned to politics Mm-mm. pierce who was well the first reporter that i read didn't say anybody's gender or anything or race i don't know i still don't know the race uh although people are now saying it was a white woman somebody told me white women so i don't know that people have the full story yet mm-hmm. right pierce who was a vocal supporter of hillary clinton reportedly became enraged when he learned a couple were supporters of bernie sanders i don't think it was that simple i don't think it was just like right like bernie i'm popping off like right no. like it's more to it than that in the last year i have been so lucky to never want run into anybody that like bernie sanders <laughs> and today was the day that i just started swinging on random white folks because i can't take it that's what hillary's about yes <laughs> <laughs> the actor is accused of shoving the man then grabbing the woman by her hair before slapping her according to the website the couple retreated to their room in a hotel where they called security and contacted the police pierce who is in atlanta to film a movie was arrested and booked for battery before posting a thousand dollars bond and being uh, uh released they need to give me a better story because this don't sound good well that was the first story right okay and i already said i'm basically probably not the best person to ask about this Mm-mm. you know <laughs> like i've experienced way too much harassment racism and just right i was like that's that i don't believe it's that cut and dry no yeah i'm just like i said i'm not the right person because my first belief is like sometimes you gotta hit a motherfucker um if i like if that shit would have happened to my face i would have hit a couple people i'm not like, a perfect person where i could just be like 
you know what you can just call me a nigger and i'm just gonna let it slide or whatever like some of the people were obnoxious i can see it happening now i'm not surprised that because i think events have been really converging towards some shit happening because the more that sanders loses the more bitter a certain subsection of his fans get and the more they do obnoxious and belligerent they get like they're beyond reason at some point it's crazy right so and then the with the other with the other thing being that um these like these primary it's over basically so it's just now just the anger and it's always been about hot white anger for a lot of his supporters and there's always been a racial twinge to it so i felt like with the vocal support of some black people and the fact that it's moving away from being about bernie um but these people still exist i'm like i'm surprised that we made it this long until we had the first like incident between people that really support the same quote-unquote platform Mm -hmm. i'm surprised because really we've had moments where like um you know like when uh seattle in seattle when they had the protest action that disrupted bernie sanders and all the things that they said about those women and then later how they turned it into no he gave the mic to those little girls right and like his and it's funny because on twitter if you're not really in the circle of people that have been harassed you don't see the reframing basically take place live like i watched that go from fuck those two women i hate them this this was black li- wrong with black lives matter he marched with king what's wrong with y'all anyway i'm glad I'm, this is why i'm glad when y'all get arrested they should have tased those women all that sh- i watched that turn into he handed them the mic right and they were so and he politely stood to the side all with my uh killer mike's consent so i've seen that happen live so if you're kind of outside of that circle of people who watch these things you probably are just going yeah he probably just saw some bernie supporters and just start swinging on them i mm. mean that's pretty true um anyway there's been an update uh he's giving his side of it now good um so he's given a different version of events that unfolded the atlanta hotel according to documents obtained by tmz they everywhere mm. check check yeah check. they be knowing how long they today be- release a video oh it's out there somewhere it was at a hotel they've got video for sure oh yeah they're gonna pay somebody yeah well according to the documents obtained by tmz police say pierce and his girlfriend started talking politics with three people in the hallway of the atlanta hotel as they reported pierce backs hillary clinton and the alleged victim is a bernie sanders supporter pierce's side of the story is he followed the bernie fan and her friends to their room as they argued about clinton and sanders but he stayed outside the room he claims they tried to pull him into the room as he tried to run away the alleged victim has a more brutal memory of what happened she says that pierce followed he stuck his arm in the door and tried to enter her hotel room she claims when they tried to push him out he grabbed her hoodie and ripped it so hard it came off well what was the original report about hitting people in the face and grabbing hair who who gave that that statement slapping something hmm. anyway um let's see it has to be more um so they have some editorializing about it, them not thinking it's when something window would do according to the report window was chatting with the cover at 3 30 a.m at leo's hotel in buckhead window is a big hillary clinton guy okay oh this is the earlier part so they just put copied and added to the top okay uh anyway the couple says pierce put his hands on the boyfriend then grabbed the woman by her hair and slapped her upside the head 
<laughs> shout out to bicep um <laughs> slapped, slapped her upside the head upside the head girl. black journalism y'all <laughs> the, the shaking host upside the head oops, upside the head <laughs> right he went upside her head right um the shaking hotel guests fled to their room where they called hotel security who called the police who then put stainless steel bracelets around windows wrist and booked them for battery um so we'll see man but i mean the other thing is i doubt this will ever be confirmed one way or the other because it is one of those murky he said she said things i doubted to go to trial because most simple assaults don't go to trial um so it's probably gonna just come down to who people believe and like i said i'm biased so yeah and also who i I mean a lot of times it comes down to who called the police like and wendell probably would be like i don't want to fucking deal with these police but of course uh this white these white individuals would feel completely differently about that subject so they would call yeah and that starts a completely that starts that's the beginning of a slant to what occurs from there forward and yeah yeah. i don't know it just doesn't add up at all but i will say there is a lesson for us all is um do not talk politics with white people at three thirty in the morning. Just in the lobby. Just personal nah, don't do it. take from the story. That's what I'm getting from it anyways. Yeah, I'm not even gonna front. I don't even put um I don't even put it past uh anybody that they could just flip out and hit some people. So I'm just you know, I'm anti violence and shit. I don't think you should be putting your hands on people and shit yeah. you know regardless uh if there's a situation where you can avoid it obviously you should try to avoid violence all that shit being said um uh i wouldn't be shocked if they was lying so yeah who not trying to all jokes aside who knows what words were exchanged like this is keep that real like what words were exchanged to cause it to escalate to that level like nobody's really seeing what was what was said on either side let's keep that real so nobody really knows but i'm not even gonna lie asking me like i said because i've seen some of the things that roger went through i'm biased i really think that y'all was talking some words got exchanged and people got mad yeah this is my twitter right now another hill supporter not shocked bernie supporter was physically attacked that's right guys i support hillary clinton as of this moment <laughs> hillary clinton is the best candidate i've ever seen in my life and uh she's she's our savior um I, you should have like literally just endorsed her and and got stop. got a check rod to be perfectly honest because they see no no difference to even having any sort of nuanced opinion about anything yeah that- i really should be just like giving speeches like i could have been the killer mike of hillary clinton yes just up here lying and shit be like but yeah she called those little children super because they are special and they are super talented okay and the predators are a hockey team so she is saying that super they have super abilities to play hockey and i feel like you guys are misrepresenting what she's saying uh (laughs) super comma right (laughs) i love the movie predator okay who didn't love he was the best part of the movie the predators we we watch aliens versus predators who do y'all root for the predators so i'm saying that i agree with hillary clinton no super predators and we need to forgive her okay (laughs) (laughs) i remember she was in that mansion with that dinner and she just handed the mic to that little black girl who asked her about mass incarceration and she said uh i will answer you if you would just uh be quiet and uh she said uh just give me a second and the woman decided to leave <laughs> she decided to leave before hillary could answer her 
her and security just left at the same time and it just happened to be coincidence but anyway uh more money please please pass the 500 hundred dollar plates <laughs> um so also speaking of um celebrities hitting people okay uh juvenile uh-oh back that ass up that's right juvenile of back that ass up uh fame mm-hmm. allegedly uh hit somebody up in the waffle house can the oh, waffle house so you would he was down south he was down south then right because i don't think it's waffle house north and out west are y'all uh withholding judgment on this as well everybody in america because i feel like because waffle house the shit goes down at the waffle house is all i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah you can wait for the trial if you need to uh now there is video of it but apparently juvenile attacked this man um because uh supposedly he called juvenile's uh girlfriend a hoe oh mm-hmm no yeah. uh yeah uh apparently uh he totally lashed out at his girlfriend a hoe let me see if i can play this video and i'll see if i can put it like in the said, Rod, sometimes you gotta hit a motherfucker dude look man i'm pro just ramming up on motherfuckers because i'm not but there's times man it's a time okay is all i'm saying i'm not saying it's i'm not saying i walk out the house nobody should ever walk out the house like mm, i'm hitting somebody today uh-huh. but i'm just saying it's a time where a reasonable person might be prone to have to hit a motherfucker in their face you know so and, and i'm for me personally i'm not i'm not gonna make a blanket like you call leslie a hoe i'm gonna hit you but i'm gonna look i'll hit you no i'll look i'll look at you and she'll let me know like if it's that if it, i don't know if it's that day but if it's that day in that moment and she's like yeah then then i'm gonna have to yeah <laughs> yeah it's never yeah i'm not saying like i said i never say never right never say anything uh i would hope to have the patience and shit to not do it i mean there's been times where i've like been playing basketball or something and like somebody does something and like one time this dude uh i blocked this dude's shot and he got so fucking mad about it i like i didn't touch him or anything it was the cleanest block i could possibly have but then when he came down the ball was still pinned to him so he like tried to push the ball into my chest which you know i didn't give a fuck i actually laughed when he did it because i thought it was funny and we were we were beating this team really bad um and so then when we went to go check the ball up he threw the ball at me and so i just lost it and swung on him and chased him and he ran all the way out of the fucking ymca gym like a baby i don't know what that was about but he runs out of the fucking gym and then um i don't see him for months after that but i felt bad because for a second i just had lost control i don't know what would have happened if i would have hit him you know i might have to go to jail or something i don't want to do that but uh i can understand the point being i can understand people being pushed to a point where they do get physical you just hope that it doesn't happen you do hope that i mean drew you always talk about that one time where you caught um like a teenager or something breaking into your car like they were in the middle of breaking into your car when you walked up to them and you were like i that you were just like you Uh, so what she's saying is that it was middle of night my car alarm goes off i get out there and someone's cut the battery Mm -hmm. so now i'm like what the fuck and i see headlights coming so now i'm like okay there you know someone hit the alarm cut the battery now they're coming back so I hid behind the car and like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, right. hide behind the car. And dude comes up, puts his head in the window. He's like, Oh, someone, blah, 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 blah. I've come up on him. I've got him by like the throat and like mm-hmm. I've got my, you know, flashlight in his face and he's screaming and his buddy like peels out of there. And I, you know, I think I hit him in the head with the flashlight and you know, something he went away, but I, I, the adrenaline, right? Like it was, it was, uh, I don't want to say like confusing, but it was a state of 
you know, like that fight or flight that I hadn't been really familiar with. And this is going back like three decades ago. It's like, you know, 20 something years old. And I remember at the time thinking like, you know, I, uh, I, I felt uncomfortable this time. Mm-hmm. Next time I'll be dangerous. Next time I won't feel uncomfortable. Next time I'll be like, okay, I know what's going on. Like I, I, I have to, I have the response. I know what's going to happen in this moment. And uh, I could fucking hurt somebody. I'm a large dude. Right. Yeah. I don't, that's the thing. I never feel like, um, proud of it. I always feel bad. Like, damn, I kind of wish I hadn't have lost it like that. You know what I mean? Cause I prefer to be in control. And I feel like anger is probably the most out of control emotion for me. Absolutely. But so, intentionally. Right. I mean, that's the yeah. Purpose. Yeah. It serves a purpose. I mean, fight or flight is, you know, it's a reason you have a fight or flight reflex, but at the same time you know I, I try to avoid shit like that you know and just listen to y'all i'll just say just listening to y'all talk about it i'm like wow that's privilege because me as a tiny female i don't have that option like mm-hmm. everybody that normally comes around me is larger than me bigger than me and stronger than me like so mm-hmm. for me to flip and lose it i literally might get my ass whooped by a teenager honestly so right. like for me and, and it's funny how you know you can express that anger and mo for most men they have a tendency to forget that when you express anger, your anger is respected. Let's keep that real. Mm-hmm. When a woman okay. expresses the same anger, a lot of times it is not respected. And a lot of times she's not. a. Most men don't consider women a threat. Now, there's some women out there that will fuck you up because you underestimate her. But, you know, it's a lot of women who actually would love to do some of these things y'all doing. But go, nah, I would literally get fucked up. Well, I take it one step further. I could get my ass whooped true ain't no i ain't superman ain't no re like that's the thing when you're angry there's no fucking rational rational thought behind it which is one of the reasons i say it feels out of control like i'll mm. think about shit later i remember one time i was gonna fight this dude and this is when i was in uh college i was playing basketball at this park and it was in the hood and this kid was just acting fucking like crazy like every shot he would foul me and he would talk shit when i was like dude calm down he'd be like man fuck you man you calm down I'm like what is wrong with this dude like i'm gonna have to fucking fight this dude because he just decided i was the guy to try today and i don't know why mm-hmm. and i remember there was a play where um he found me and i got up like okay i guess i gotta fight him and wh- i got up just in that kind of posture and i saw that he had like five or six other dudes with them and they were all teenagers the point being i can't beat six teenagers right i was just gonna get my ass whooped (laughs) horde of teenagers yeah it didn't matter that i was mad or how righteous my anger was or even that i was in the right i would have just got my ass whooped that day and luckily i have enough common sense to be like you know what i live to fight another day and was just like nah it's not even worth it and i just played it off and went back down to court but yeah as soon as i could leave i got out of there and was he never fucked with me again but clearly that day he had decided somebody was catching the beating so oh you, you know and, and you're talking about physical uh out to your point karen as a not just a, a male but a white male and like not just a white male but a white male of like you know i come from means should i say uh oh man like that anger like those tools they fucking work like you like it's almost hard not to rely on them and i'm talking like in everyday situations like angry like white dude at like the fucking 7-Eleven counter, angry white dude on a customer service call with fucking Comcast, angry white dude in a boardroom with fucking 13 other people, angry white dude at like every other intercation, every other uh, altercation uh, instance. 
it gets respected. They're like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, yeah. very white Drews. He's angry. Like, we better, you know, what's, why is he angry? Let's you know, figure out what he needs and let's take care of it. And no one yeah. thinks I'm a dick or a jerk. Or, you know, like, oh, right. hey, he's sticking up for himself. You know, way to go. Right. I've been genuinely most surprised at every turn of the general concern most people have for Drew's welfare, like in mm. public settings. Like, oh, I don't have to get angry. He, yeah. he his, his happiness is really important to, like any of these um, institutionalized or systemic areas of social interaction, it's really – They're built a, for my betterment. It's really concerning. It's funny too because obviously we travel together, but I travel a lot by myself. Mm-hmm. And the difference between me traveling with myself alone and traveling with him is like night and day. The treatment that I get the way that people interact with me and how intrusive people are into like my personal space or not into my personal space. And maybe it would be true no matter what man I was with. Cause I think that changes everything generally speaking, but right. now we talked about, it. I had a conversation with, uh, I don't know if it was somebody on Twitter about this, that when we go through the airport, I deliberately stand behind you with my hands on your shoulders, very, very close so that like they can see me and you and the proximity I have to you. And like almost the like, claiming like you know what i'm saying like right, we're going right. through like security and various things like no no she's with me right, right. so but, but like if you stop her you're gonna have to deal with him so go ahead and take her yep. off the list mm-hmm. so you won't have her in the back because you're gonna have to deal with this angry white man because if you buy yourself it's like we need to go through your hair and, oh uh, always every, every time, single time every my time. hair gets seared every single time has you, have, you, have they ever searched your hair with me not, not once. once who not got once. i just want to know who got the bomb hair like who got the like <laughs> Is somebody out here selling like weave that also uh acts as C four? Is there like <laughs> what is the precedent for them needing to go through black women's hair? Uh, you, you, Watch Rod, you're, you're not even getting deep enough. There's gonna be some like underground secret like black women's like hair cult, like where white dudes are like they got like live cameras, like button cams and shit, dude. And dudes like parting fucking hair and just like, like look, dude, look, I got oh my oh my god, look. Yes, we uh, you gonna you gonna go and buy that uh that yucky bomb. You girl, you got yeah. that yucky bomb, I got that. That's the new that's the, that's the next movie is uh they gotta have a plot with like uh where they're playing the stereotypical like we're in the middle east music that they have and it's like a dusty uh like a dusty shack and a dude is in there like engineering a bomb but you when the camera pulls in closer and closer the big reveal is that it's somebody's weave yeah. <laughs> it's like oh see this is how they gonna get us y'all it's 9-11 again 9-11 too yeah exactly Stop, but uh, Donald Trump started saying shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna put like a fucking tax on fucking like shea butter fucking products and shit. Detangler tax and shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, need to make a detangler tax and make Africa pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let me see if I can play some of this video with Juvenile. I, I have no idea how good the video is. Uh, let's see. Uh, looks like. Oh, oh, it's that no. grainy surveillance footage okay, where it's skipping yeah. forward. Uh, looks like somebody said something to the woman juvenile's with. Juvenile got in his face to be like, nah. Then another dude came over and kind of grabbed juvenile's hands. And it looks like the, they kind of split up. Okay. So it looks like everything's okay at that point. Yeah. I don't know. Where's the, uh, where's the attack? Who said? Who said how? I don't know. Everybody looks okay. 
oh they she look like left. they talking to each other oh like, no this dude in the blue is clearly calling talking shit and he just got punched in the face okay well <laughs> he's yeah yeah look like they went outside and he uh like left the vicinity of the camera and he just kept talking sucks to uh lose control like that but i i can relate at the waffle house that's what happens out there just yeah 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 it's not good hate hey. to blame the victim but what were you doing in the waffle house okay <laughs> you guys know you you gotta if you gotta slum it you gotta go to ihop okay <laughs> but uh nah that's uh that's terrible and mm. i hate that he uh hate that that happened to him man i'm sure he uh got really hot it's probably 400 degrees uh oh his temperature was on fire <laughs> uh <laughs> you know it would have been funny if they would have showed the punch in slow motion <laughs> you think when they when they're in court and they're showing the video the the prosecutor's gonna be like okay now stop back that ass up okay. <laughs> now play it again uh all right oh, let's move on that's terrible yeah that dude was a hot boy we all knew this <laughs> yes he was uh man that's that's kind of sad man uh but he's still, gonna, uh, he's still gonna get money in a civil suit right right like, you're talking shit it sucks but you know He'll, he'll get money from him yeah as adults we just can't be putting our hands on people man mm-hmm. that's why you just gotta stay away from people i had to cut my white friends off man i was like i'm tired of these drunken politic conversations it was getting crazy so like, I, I remember the last conversation i had politically with white people my white friends uh we were talking about um the over polication of black communities and how that skews crime statistics and I was just like, yeah, man, because I mean, think about it. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you over-police a community, obviously those statistics will be skewed towards that community being more criminal, no matter where, what kind of community it is. It just, it, it like, it's like a snake eating its own tail, you know? And I'll go through like all these studies and I talk about all this shit, you know? And, and by the way, all this started from a discussion about raising minimum wage to $15, right? So all this stuff is just, we're getting into this racial aspect of it. And these are people that are my friends. They're not just strangers and shit. And, you know, everybody's a little drunk or whatever. And then do, like, I, I explained all this shit so brilliantly. And then the guy was just kind of like, yeah, man. But I mean, you know, with black on black crime and shit. And I just was like, fuck. I just wasted like 15 minutes of my life. Mm-hmm and i just like yeah i'm never doing this again this was this like because it would be okay maybe if that happened one time but if you think about it we've been friends for a decade yep we've had conversations over the period of a decade we know each other we know where each other stand on things we know each other's logic i remember conversations and i remember their stances on things so i'm like oh remember when you said this but clearly for a lot of white people race things and things that involve privilege are mostly theory right Mm -hmm. so the the involvement in the discussion is sort of a kind of like um it's almost like a game to them where it's like okay it's an intellectual exercise for them exactly and at some point if you get tired or you just don't feel like talking about anymore you kind of can eject for that where it's an actual reality for all of us who talk about it so uh we sit up there and like it's like it's life or death to us and to to some white people it's just kind of like yeah yeah well i don't feel like talking about this anymore you uh watched the game last night and that's kind of when i realized how cavalier it could be i was just like it's probably better for me not to talk about this shit with y'all because i'll I'll get mad about it for real and you'll just kind of be like i don't see the big deal 
right and it's always these economic conversations that you that you unearth these things where people really especially liberals show their true colors i remember the last conversation i had uh with white people that i don't already know their political everything about them Mm -hmm. um was about taxation and taxes and um this white couple they had gotten he the, the um husband had gotten a large bonus at work and was complaining about the level of taxes that he had to pay on them. Mm. And the wife made a, a comment that said, you know, to get ahead these days, you either have to be really, really rich or poor. Listen, y'all, the, and she's being like really polite. This fucking like bonus was like, it was stock options that you don't pay any <laughs> so you fucking cash. And right. So there's, he had this money like quote unquote in stock options for like however many years and they doubled in value. They fucking doubled in value. Wow. And it was like over a hundred and something thousand dollars, like a humongous payout, Huge. right? Huge. But he works like he's a big muckety muck at a fortune 100, like big, big company. Right. It's so like that's kind of how it goes. Right. That, right. That's how, like people him, like him get compensated. I'm not like, you know, mad about it but for her to sit there like you've got to either be poor or I'm like fuck you I looked her dead in the ass I'm like we lived in the same neighborhood and everything I go you me her us we are far from fucking middle class just stop right. just stop like just literally stop. like reality shut up. check bitch. shut up are you kidding me right now I was like so clearly you have no idea what yeah, being what do, poor what do you think middle is. class is what just are you stop. talking about right now yeah just, I had this you know? um in this discussion like I remember um cause I was telling them like, well, you know, with minimum wage and stuff, that's still assuming that you get the job at the same rate as another person. There's still like so much to account for, even if you were like, we're going to pay people a living wage. Well, now who gets that job? Is is it still the same racial proportion or is it going to be like, well, now these are white jobs. Sorry, buddy. This is a, you got priced out. Um, you know, I was like, you know, when it comes to things like, uh, criminalization, there's like, there's bias in so many instances that, uh economic factors just can't account for and you know I, and i was like you know even policeation uh, over policing is a tax you know it's, it's basically a tax it's a way to tax poor people through fines through warrants through all kinds of shit that cost money now you're in the system you got to bail yourself out well now you got this bail well there's a fine because you didn't show up in court why because you couldn't miss your work or whatever like it's always some shit uh to keep you giving up money and i was like that's basically a tax on poor black people but we don't see it as such because we think poor black people are just inherently criminal and worse people you it, talked about on your last show that despite being legal in colorado yep. they're arresting more black people yep. exactly like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, like why like huh because of what you just said it's a monetization like well right. that makes some money you gotta, yeah. so it's what? just you know so i was just thinking of, of it from like because you know economics i would feel like most people can uh discuss um at least understand the money part of issues but once you get to the race part it's like that shit just goes out the door again so um yeah but you know at any rate that's why i had to stop talking to white people about that shit because i was like you gotta pass a litmus test of whiteness before i can fuck with you like you just gotta be past that because those were what people would consider well-meaning white folks they weren't right yeah sure overtly Mm -hmm. racist white people so that 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 thing you said about like being able to like you know be kind of like literally like uh, an advocate for change you know like quote-unquote ally one day and then be like no i'm done i'm I'm taking my you know i'm taking that piece of paper back and i'm gonna go back to whatever i want that privilege is a so it's the greatest privilege of a white person and it's so i don't say like pervasive but like if you don't like consciously and actively combat it, 
you can like fall into it like like I'm trying to think of a good example. Like I was going to a uh, in the, like maybe a couple of years ago. There was a lot of different uh, more marches and protests than maybe there are currently. But so we were going to a bunch of different ones, and I was on my phone doing something. I was kind of distracted, and I was like, "Am I here? Am I not here? Why am I here? What purpose am I here? What is the optic of what I look like?" And it didn't really hit me until these two young women were like, "That's a cop!" <laughs> like literally, like looking crazy, like that's a cop. What? <laughs> I fucking look just like a cop. I'm on my phone. I'm distracted. I'm white. Like, <laughs> but it was. Like I, I, I had all the best intentions. I had all right. the best intentions. I did not intend to go look like a cop, but the ability to be like not present to the reality that black people have and what this means, like what black liberation literally is for my wife and other members of my family. If I'm not consciously trying to keep that at the forefront, it's just like bloop, it can just go away in a heartbeat. Right. You know? Yeah, I agree. I, I think it happens with uh, with men in general. Going back to this juvenile thing. Um, how many men are going to be like i'm on juvenile side you take a person for calling a woman a hoe but they would also defend the idea of, of being able to street harass a woman yep right you know like that intersection and i understand the logic behind it even though i disagree with logic you know being well this is more offensive because it's in direct uh presence of her man so therefore the ownership title has been passed and you have insulted this man through the days of street harassment but oh, Lord. yeah i mean but that's probably how they would view it right yeah absolutely you, you know, know it's not because what, what they're saying is wrong is not actually the insults to the woman at all they're cool with that mm-hmm. what their problem is, is that this was an insult now to the man and, that's and, what the problem and publicly and now he has to respond yeah. in his right mind right like it's a it becomes some quote-unquote man shit at that point where it's like as a man right. you don't talk to my woman when i'm right. around you know like that and but all of a sudden it's no longer about her right. when the whole situation was about her what would have been funny is if he would have been like quoting juvenile lyrics so he could be like you taught me this <laughs> i used to respect <laughs> women then i was listening to you uh but that would have been I don't know what it is, Leslie, but whenever we used to go to Brooklyn, I get dirty macked all the time. Like I'd be holding, oh, the, yeah. I'd be holding it's the door bad. for you. I'm holding <laughs> the door for you, like, it's hey, babe, bad. and like dudes would be like, "Yo, what's going on, girl?" Like, <laughs> like, like nah, 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 you don't even do it right because it's Brooklyn. And so they'll be like, "Hey, ma," like every time. Like, <laughs> I used to do it, ma. How's it going, ma? Like all the time, and I'm like, oh, I feel bad, but yeah, if you're in Flatbush, apparently you're. You don't have any claim to anything, apparently, in Flatbush. Yeah. Well, we have an agreement, though. I don't. I don't start stuff. I, I would. <laughs> I know you're coming with me. It's all good. So oh is, is all of Flatbush Waffle House, or is it just? Yeah. <laughs> is it just okay there? Yeah, it's just okay there. It's just uh, okay in Flatbush. Uh, apparently, middle-aged couples are more adventurous in bed than people in their twenties. Of course, of course, you don't live life. You don't got all of the awkward sex. You done got to the point where you know what you want. A lot of times, uh, if you're aged right, all your fucking egos, men and women egos to the side, and you be like, I want it like this. He be like, what you want, baby? You know, dudes don't come in thinking their dick game is the bomb and you can't fuck a rock. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. There's definitely, and there's like a little bit of a like, uh, it depends like if you've been together a long time or even either way, at, by middle age, if you've got hangups, if you're still like a shy about like, this is what I want, like, Whatever it is, right? You know, like, what was the, uh, Amber and Kanye and the butthole finger? What I like, mm-hmm. like, I, like, listen, like, if you want a finger in your butthole, like, go for it, dude. Like, don't be shy about it. Like, the, like, damn, yes. like, give me the butthole finger. Like, I don't know what the issue is. Like, especially by the time you're like 40. Like, if you can't be like saying what you want directly in bed at 40, 
yeah according according to the survey which was completed by 2400 people in canada uh-oh. whose ages range between 40 and 59 results reveal that middle-aged couples are very sexually active and that they're more willing to try new things in the bedroom than they were during previous decades mm. yeah and then too i think when people are younger just like a lot of shit you don't know nothing but yet you make these ridiculous fucking lists that you think you can live by and i do this do this i won't do this and you know you haven't really experienced anything so as you get older you're like fuck it what i got to lose yeah 63 percent of those surveyed expressed that they were more interested in trying new things to enhance pleasure than they were 10 years ago researcher alex mckay who is executive director of s-i-e-c-c-a-m explained that the team assigned to this project uh specifically looked at 40 to 59 year old age group because they were the first group to grow up during the sexual revolution and that was where we saw society take a more liberal turn to sexuality and people grew up with the idea that sexuality was something to be enjoyed uh he said that in an interview with the global news canada so there you guys go man there's a good reason to want to hit 40 yeah good times ahead better times ahead better that's right it's time to start eating ass man (laughs) is that what 40 is uh, there's like you know paper for this and aluminum for that 40s eating ass 40s eating ass oh you had your eating ass anniversary good for you (laughs) that was the rod anniversary yeah good for you guys you doing some sucking some dick from the back over here guys all right so i like to hear um so uh this is this is just funny um uh, and i posted it on facebook um and twitter because uh, i thought it was cool but then uh completely got sidetracked um Uh-oh. but um uh business insider wrote about the hashtag drones yes Yay! i saw that so cool right and i was celebrating it because i'm like that's what's up we made it you know yeah, what i mean we, yeah in the last few weeks we've literally been number two behind game of thrones right so Duvernay's unit like announcing if you want to hear what i gotta say you need to use them thrones it's real yeah um, it's, it's trending it auto fills on my tweet deck like mm-hmm. it's dope like i and i appreciate taking time out to tweet with it Me uh for those who want a brief history of the them thrones hashtag basically what started was i was listening to firestarter podcast which is one of my podcasts still mm-hmm. and um i listened to them and they were sometimes they do recaps of shows and they were recapping game of thrones and they just kind of casually clo- use like dc slang and shit and they'll just be like oh uh you want to talk about them thrones and it's like and i was like that's brilliant that is we should be talking we should use that game of thrones as a hashtag is not as good as them thrones and from now on that's it's them thrones to me like that's how it's i'm referring to it and um so i think we we were gonna cover it or review a podcast Mm -hmm. and i was like we need a hashtag that i can easily um find find on twitter where i don't have to go through all these fucking tweets because i'll never find all the game of thrones tweets Mm -hmm. that's you know it's kind of before twitter had this like really good search app right but i could go to the dim thrones and just scroll through my timeline find it and be like okay let's recap it um so uh, i started using dim thrones because it was a little bit different and right. you know of course always shout out to firestarter for even starting that shit um uh and so other people started using it mm-hmm. it caught on uh jamie broadnax from black girl nerd she's uh one of the people that she's just saw us using like these these hashtags and they started using it i have no problem with that Mm -mm. um 
she even emailed me about it and everything behind the scenes and i was like man don't feel anything about just do whatever you want because it's not i don't feel like we own Mm. any hashtag i don't think that's how social media really works anyway um at least my philosophy is you can't really own that shit the most you can hope for is that people give you credit for what you create but you put it on some public platform people are going to run with it that's why it's social media right so um they wrote about this in the business insider but then they pretty much gave all the credit to jamie and black girl nerds who kind of corrected them on twitter and was like mm-hmm. no that's not how it started we got it from karen and rod we got it from uh firestarter so it's kind of like it's you know the way i see it is rather than look at who got the credit because i think a lot of people kind of got hung up on that i just look at it like it's a big win for everybody that yes. uses black twitter um because it's our hashtag that's lit and the whole thing basically goes on to say like this hashtag is better than the game of thrones hashtag it is because game of thrones the regular i ain't trying to find a game it's very generic and very white i'm just gonna keep that real and mm-hmm. if you really scroll through it it's very boring in my opinion and very bland there's a lot of people being mad about the book being spoiled or spoiling right. the book or you know uh like it's a bunch of stuff that's kind of not as fun as our shit Mm-mm. you know and so this article goes on a list a bunch of tweets and stuff from people that we see use the hashtag and uh, i just think it's really dope so uh and i think maybe this person kind of wanted to give jamie and them some like some write about them anyway because the whole thing is kind of really about them um after a while which uh so maybe he kind of wanted to do that going in and then Mm -hmm. just was like oh here's a good opportunity to get him some props i don't have no problem with it and shout out to jamie and the friends of the show and uh we definitely gotta Mm -hmm. get them back on the recap again and a lot of times with those things like like you said is that they're they already have a narrative that they have in mind to write and they would probably they wouldn't even told jamie about I, I was thinking that, i've had that happen before there was a thing that you did uh yeah. through the frn ferguson results network and uh they wrote about it made the paper here in town and whatnot and they attributed it to a uh, local black lives matter chapter uh which at the end had nothing to do with it they pulled out not saying it like in a bad way they just they couldn't right. participate and uh leslie called the uh person and it had already gone out and was like in digital whatever and she's like well you know i was the one this that anything he's like oh well that doesn't fit the narrative well but mm. it's the truth well, okay, but you know this is what we're trying. You know, this is the story we're telling, and they left it up there. They didn't want to change it or anything. Like, the truth really didn't matter to them. Yeah, I will say this because well, you actually bring up two good things. One, I remember going through so black thing and being interviewed by all these different publications, and we actually did a show about the interviews I gave and then the resulting articles mm-hmm. and the the difference between I said and what got printed. Oh, yeah. um and like whether it was the tie inflammatory you know whether it was people calling me an activist whether it was people being like um comedian there were people that called me comedian there were people uh only one out of like maybe eight articles actually mentioned that uh i said that if it wasn't for the women who got on stage um none of this shit would have happened at netroots so mm-hmm. technically the, i'm not the person to be interviewing about the actual push back to bernie sanders because i didn't push back to bernie sanders that's not me i made a joke that went viral um and one article mentioned that so so is but i told every interview that so to, i made a point because i i kept thinking in my head was someone's gonna read these articles and they're gonna be like this nigga rod trying to take all the credit for these hard-working women and i'm not you know what i'm saying and i wanted to be clear about that it wasn't important to people um even with this thing today like the guy said he would update it this morning at like eight in the morning or something 
it hasn't been updated yet right so i mean I'm, and i'm not holding my breath i'm assuming it will probably will never get updated right um but the point being it wasn't fit the the narrative that he wanted to tell which is like to give them props right so he hasn't gone back to fix it and maybe he will or maybe it takes a while i don't know how long it takes but the point being i don't get too uptight about that kind of stuff um because i know how it works from the inside out you know but i do think that um it happens a lot you know how many black people have talked about black issues and then been labeled black lives matter yeah right like how much beef has that started like between because like not everything printed is something you agree with and not like and it's not always something you said which which is fucked up but you know there's certain parts that are in quote and there's certain parts that's not and if a journalist decides yes i talked to leslie mack she talked to me about i don't know this issue involving black something and i go yeah black lives matter activist leslie mack and you have to kind of it's now the onus is on you on social media to be like no i'm not a member of black lives matter i didn't say that i don't know why this person labeled me this but the damage is done people who don't like you or don't trust you are already going to be like she took all the credit right Right. you know that that's how it goes and it's like it sucks because it's lazy journalism right starting this beef between people that really in my opinion most of the time people would be cool with each other if it wasn't for motherfuckers coming in and being lazy and starting shit and i wanted to nip that in the bud on the show and i already addressed it on social media but we don't have any beef with black girls black girl nerds and mm-hmm. not only that they're cool with us so please i saw people being like what they use a different hashtag for this i'm like yes what we don't own hashtags guys we weren't the only people that thought of coming up with hashtags for shows like mm-hmm. let's all calm down this isn't a fight you know what i mean oh, no, and i, I would i hope people look at it that way because um just because a journalist decided to not without even interviewing them give them credit for something doesn't mean right. they tried to get credit for it and low key it's a it's a lot of anti-blackness and a lot of and, and all that laziness you know because they're able to apply nuance and um intricacies to white narratives but when they're talking about black people it's always about putting them in whatever boxes they've already have labeled somewhere whatever the subject might be so you know it's too it, it's too complicated to tell how amazing it is that uh firestarter had this organic conversation that led to a, a eureka moment for you that then led to this huge network like black girl nerds taking it on and it expanding so far far enough to have this fucking article read about it that's a amazing story about the connectedness of social media and independent media but right. that's that's not that's not the story they want to tell so that's that's not what you're going to hear true we need like a black journalist to come in and fucking care about it and write about it because that's the only way it's gonna happen yep you know um speaking of um journalism mark zuckerberg is meeting with glenn beck uh to discuss facebook's alleged political bias uh because facebook has decided in the news feed um feature to not put up certain conservative um you know sites and news articles so they don't want it to be trending their site and conservative people have really taken um offense to this about them wild and crazy shit that come up they had a senator talking about it on the floor of congress like really they're taking it very far Mm -hmm. um so glenn beck wants to meet with him um fucking elected glenn beck the president of anything or representative of anything to feel like he's the one that needs to go talk to mark zuckerberg Uh, like mm, yeah 
No. Why? Like, what What would be the point of meeting with you? Well, he's going to meet with conservative media leaders this week. In a Facebook post, conservative media personality Glenn Beck said that he had been contacted by Zuckerberg's office. So Zuckerberg's office, I guess he feels annoyed at him about visiting facebook in menlo park on wednesday to discuss the recent controversy it will be it would be interesting to look him in the eye as he explains and a win for all voices if we can come to a place of real trust with this powerful tool back wrote routers later confirmed that Beck, along with other leaders like fox news host dana perino is planning to meet with zuckerberg on friday on wednesday um yeah apparently gizmodo had a report that kicked off the conservative firestorm last week revealing facebook's own news curation team kept right-wing politics uh and topics and stories out of facebook's prominent trending news section i have a question am i the only one that don't care don't read that the trending news section right i didn't even know it was an option i don't use that shit who uses that yeah i don't know who uses it either but i'm assuming some people must get their news from facebook that way i'm assuming this is such, this is such white fragility like to, to yeah. make up an irrational fear about nothing on a platform that regularly um excises smart and nuanced black voices and allows racists to say whatever the fuck they want to with no punity whatsoever like you but think that you're she- being discriminated against good on you we're not like, trending but, but we're not trending it's just but, 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 insane right part isn't trending it's delusional <laughs> about the news i was even like like the same maybe a little bit to sort of how they curate shit they already deliberately show more like opposing stuff to you to get you to like talk and jar and like have like almost like quasi confrontation like if all they did was show shit you agreed with you wouldn't like engage you're like okay like yeah cool uh ditto second like but you show some shit you disagree with like wait a minute buddy i'm gonna have a big conversation with you like that's kind of what they want so like their algorithm already shows people you follow that have opposing viewpoints it shows you their shit more so that you kind of like engage with them literally that's their, their plan Okay, now that makes sense because, uh, what was it? Earlier today, I, well, yeah, actually yesterday, Nina had, um, oh, are you gonna cover that article or about the pictures with Michelle Obama and? Oh, uh, I mean, it wasn't really an article, but we can, we can cover it. Okay. Uh, Nina had posted an article and it had Michelle Obama and it had Donald Trump's wife on the other side. Melania trump i think is her name right and it had two drawings of them and i think for um donald trump wife it was like make the first lady great again and for michelle obama it basically had her drawn very very manly and um then it had um uh bella brown and bella it had her tweets talking about that picture and um and and, and it had like snapshots of her talking about the history of uh, black women and how you know you how dare you say this about michelle obama who's very very educated but yet when you talk about donna's trump wife you know the same things that y'all quote unquote slut shame people about you praise her for these same things and it just went on to the I went on about the history of, of of black women and how you know we portrayed and all this stuff so nina posted and i re- reposted it on my facebook website and I didn't think nothing of it that went on about my life. And I don't know how this person became my friend. I, I assumed he was a fan of the show, but apparently he wasn't because he would have known not to hop in my, um, on my post and say anything in any crazy shit like this to me. He was like, um, uh, the problem is, he, he talking about this shit is sad. The problem is, uh, you retweeting this and giving this peop giving this person the attention that they want. 
and i basically said um just like he has the right to post this i have the right to say what i want to say and who gives a fuck about how i feel about this and i say on the low you're telling me to shut the fuck up and i don't appreciate that yep yeah that's that empathy gap too because uh black dude right Hmm. it was a black dude right i think so yeah yeah um that's an empathy gap because i had a few brothers try to post that shit too when i posted the uh link there's like black men that come through like um i'm uh, bored or typical i don't care or well why are we even paying attention to this and it's like yeah um i've seen you get mad over something skip bailey said yeah like who, how the, who the fuck are you to decide what other people should be upset about or are you really just trying to say well this doesn't have a direct effect towards me so therefore it's not important uh because i see this as a black woman issue not a black people issue not a unifying cause like making uh mocking black women for their body types and assuming that there's like a masculinity to it mm-hmm. is definitely a historical racist trope and it's a shot across the bow of black women but it's also a shot across the bow period for black people and as long as people don't view black women as black people then you end up with the well why do y'all even care shit and the thing is why do you even care to say something you could have kept scrolling right Uh, yep go ahead karen uh, but that's my whole point it's one of those things particularly when it comes to social media it's like out of everything i post this is the thing that you chose to voice your opinion about and that's the problem that i had you could have let this shit scroll just like you let everything else grow and that's the thing sometimes people um and my thing i don't mind interaction and i don't mind talking and things like that i don't mind that at all but it's just one of them things where he basically was like my pro the problem is me reposting this and i told him i said oh sorry i'm worried what was that okay Mm -hmm. don't worry about it sorry no problem and i told him the the problem is uh what this dude is writing has history behind it and me posting this and not posting this is not going to make people not be racist and my thing is why you over here why aren't you over here telling him not to post racist shit but you chose to come to me yeah he started didn't he start talking about like spirits and oh, he evil was crazy i got his ass <laughs> out of there yeah karen this is the thing man whenever somebody does some wild shit um to karen on social media i gotta hear about it <laughs> so could y'all stop like just for my sanity some of y'all claim to like me but not karen well then don't say nothing to her because now i gotta hear about it okay like karen will like go through an entire like um (laughs) she goes through an entire like supreme court trial i do hearing about blocking somebody and i'm like i don't even i don't put this much thinking into blocking anybody it's always just like well block him i don't like what he was saying and karen's like well am i wrong here like she examines every angle of logic that maybe this person is okay and i'm just like fuck that person like it's not you'll never see them in real life i'm looking for a reason to block like i actively am like should i i'm up blocked i will block no doubt i will block listen you know how many times somebody said something sideways to me and i just went straight to that page and was like scroll down two posts and be like i don't like that shit blocked we're not friends <laughs> fuck you i do it all the time i'm i'm ruthless i'm with, with it I, I'm, I'm more like karen I'm, I'm definitely uh in fact there was a, a period where i added uh, so i 
I was doing the follow back game and I stopped, but I was doing it so my timeline became shit. So I had like a list and I was trying to like, you know, be able to curate actual shit. And I put a couple of people on the list and they probably like very white guy just added you to a list. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, no thanks. Blocked. Right. Like just on the site. But like, I didn't really know if that was the case or not. And I got <laughs> like four or five, like, I don't want to say high profile, but like, you know, yeah. like high profile black women. Like really, I was like, oh my God, what I, did I, I do? Him. Not you, but I'm kidding. I, I was stressed out. I, like, <laughs> I mean, there's like, I'll just go on somebody's page and be like, uh, I'll see like feel the burn. I'm just like, no, no. <laughs> but, I, you said something that brought me here to your page in the first place. And now there's this thing. So we're not friends. I have a long list of like, why well, I don't even think about it. You know, mm-hmm. obviously the avatar, if there's a flag, right. you know, an animal, an egg, um, yeah. an eagle, any of that shit, you just get blocked off the bat. Yeah. I don't even bother. And, and I think I, and, and maybe this is just me mentally. Now, Twitter, I'll block you, you won't think twice. Twitter is a completely different animal, but Facebook is kind of, I don't want to say kind of different, but you know, I, I, like I said, I do kind of think about it probably too ho- harder than I need to. Uh, I mean, it's harder than I would. I can't say, <laughs> I can't decide for you, for anybody what they write level is it's much harder than i would because i ain't never told you about somebody i'm about to block Mm-mm. can will come get me it be one it was one in the morning <laughs> it was one in the morning i was let's, trying to get up our, about this i was trying to get up um the fear of the walking dead podcast i was editing that shit and karen just comes in like you know charles so-and-so i was like no and she's like well what did you see and like she won't just show me right away like she <laughs> want to take me through all the steps i'm like can i just see your phone let me just see what he, but yeah she wants a real response to what happened in real time right i just look at it immediately analyze i'm like yeah just block them just unfriend like and then she came in and so i thought it was settled last night but then she came in today at lunch and was like yeah well you know i was think i put this and he and then he responded to this thing and everybody was talking to him i said wait you didn't block him last night <laughs> like that wasn't the end of that conversation we there's more to you had to like i don't know maybe it's because i have been trolled so much and i recognize trolling so early in the stages i'm just like yeah that dude's a piece of shit troll you just have to block that kind of person immediately because i've never seen a situation where they came around yeah, yeah, because like I said, with Twitter, I'm more I'm quicker to do it. But on Facebook, most of the people I've weaned out. So most of the people I deal with on Facebook got good common sense. Mm. So you know them crazy. Listen, like, let me tell you. Listen, Karen. Okay. Yes. I know what you're thinking. What am I? What that that because of Ferguson and Mike Brown and all this shit. It's like, well, I got all the crazy racist white people and shit off my page. I should be good, right? Mm-hmm uh it's a whole nother level of motherfuckers out there that's got to go and the issues for them are just sexual issues so like uh, gender okay. issues so okay. yeah yeah okay all the motherfuckers is like i don't see no problem with uh charlamagne saying he only date oh why is great to date white women them motherfuckers gotta go the uh, uh maybe bill, they setting bill Cosby up that was a whole nother level of motherfuckers that's gotta go uh um like why are they taking me to court for my child support yeah right yeah you got to go take care of your baby right serena williams does kind of look like a man to me them niggas gotta go it's a bunch it's always a never-ending battle of motherfuckers has got to go it's just that's just the way the game is you know now i don't even like approving people now because my first thought is are you a motherfucker gonna be a problem yeah i'm gonna have to block later like that's my number one thought now it's sad when i see a friend request i don't think ooh, a friend i think potential enemy like 
I'm like, I'm gonna look right now how many I have. I've literally been in a conversation with somebody and it includes Leslie or maybe like the interracial John, uh, account and I'll have like two or three things and it's like, fuck are you doing? I already blocked that person. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm responding and shit. She I'm goes, like, uh, nah, block and roll. Yeah, yeah, you're caring in your in y'all's relationship. <laughs> That's caring. He's like always ready to continue engaging with these people. I've uh, 592 friend requests right now that won't be getting responded to because. Well, I'm, also you are a light skinned woman, and we know the rules. Uh, screenshot your text messages, sis. I want to see what the numbers looking like and no, i'll just mess with you but, uh, <laughs> but but yeah i mean that is how it is man because like i remember there was one dude that like want to be because we have to approve people that want to be in a facebook group yeah. and there was one dude and this is so sound so fucked up but i don't give a fuck it's our group uh i saw the dude's picture and he had a fitted on and i went looks like a fuck boy so i clicked <laughs> yeah he, he just yeah. had one of those pictures one of those fuckboy pictures like an oversized fitted like looking directly at the camera not smiling you know like it just i don't know it just had this he just gave a vibe so i clicked on his facebook page and within like two posts i saw a post that started with why did these females and i was like no blocked. yeah no now when we go through that screening process i am very particular i'm not even gonna lie y'all when you if you put in the facebook post i click on your page i click on your friends i click who you associated with and uh uh something else i'm gonna let y'all let y'all know most most of y'all don't do it i think it'd be people that like are real people but yet they invite like 18 of their friends i will block you and all 18 of your friends right yeah this ain't a group party y'all no niggas don't even listen to the show if you add me to a group without asking me blocked right right right. no you're done don't do that i don't like that shit anyway uh like i said the media is not the problem it's the social it's uh the people uh mm-hmm. whatever that's why everybody's like you know what so-and-so was cool in 2008 and you're like then what happened people got on it that's right people are the problem <laughs> <laughs> people it was whatever platform you're what on i was gonna say about dem thrones so now i'm a little concerned about you know the white gays and yeah all these trifling ass people tr- starting to use dem thrones we won't be able to oh yeah white folks about to be using them thrones i'm okay with it i i i've given up on uh trying to own social media man i said a long time ago there was a a hashtag i think it was kind of like when hashtags first really start taking off and they would go interview people who started hashtags and shit but before that what would happen is a hashtag would trend or something and they wouldn't ask anybody about it Mm-mm. they just write a fucking article It'd just be like buzzfeed covers uh i'm not your mule and right. it's like you should probably talk to a black person about that and they, instead they like interview like two prominent white feminists that knew nothing about it and ah, ah. Call, call that an article and post it and then black women really led the charge in making them be like journalistic responsibility right to go and talk to people about these trends that they started uh especially these black trends and uh really you people should owe all the credit to black women for that um and now they do it routinely but i always took from that the lesson i took from all that shit is once a a hashtag goes a certain amount of viral you no longer own that hashtag Mm -mm. so it's just nothing you can do about it like you might have meant for it to be one way like i remember with bernie so black you you know why bernie so black started trending so hard bernie sanders fans trying to support him started using the hashtag and tweeting it with like pictures of him marching with martin luther king and shit right that's what literally caused it it would have been fine Mm -hmm. it would have went away in a few minutes like okay an hour later it's done but they couldn't help themselves so Mm -hmm. 
they and it's like i don't have any ownership of it if it was up to me i would have told them not to do that but they did that thing and it made it more viral but the point being i never owned the hashtag from the second i made the joke people there's been all kinds of times i make a joke with a hashtag and then someone tries to add on to it and it's a terrible joke and i just don't retweet it or pretend it didn't happen uh-huh. but, but i don't have any control i can't go to them hey man please don't tweet the hashtag by using jokes because my joke is actually the opposite of your joke because it just it loses all the uh spontaneity of what it was meant to be absolutely but it does remind me of um my friend junior Birchall. he's a writer he's from canada and he says that um white supremacy or our society devours blackness yes it's, it's necromancy and it, it eats blackness in all of its forms until there's nothing left but the bones and then it devours the bones mm-hmm. and so we and we see this play out you know we're talking about these hashtags and you know business insider all of these um pl- different media outlets they look to distill what black people are talking about on social media to use it then and change it into something else. And it's just another form of that, but we're yeah. brilliant. So we just keep inventing hot shit. That's just really, right. that's what the, the crux of it is. Yeah. I also saw some of my other, like the other day people were like speculating, like, I don't know, hopefully black Panther will do well. I mean, it's got 90% black cast and stuff. And I was like, here's the thing. Well, historically white people love Africa probably too much. Mm -hmm. they Um, they take all the kids and adopt them yeah historically you know if you guys look at how they feel about black shit they love black art sometimes you know like like a little bit like that bunny um uh uh, a little bit like that bunny and like uh bugs bunny or in uh, mice and men like it's just like a little they hug it a little too tight Mm -hmm. um but the uh but the point being that um people love like white people love black shit and that's why uh you know some of the highest grossing movies will be like creed or they'll be like uh straight out of compton black people aren't the only ones watching that shit black people aren't the only ones that support kendrick lamar or beyonce or any of this shit so you know i don't really worry too much about um something being too black for white people right because they they support everything uh because our shit is the coolest uh which means our hashtags are too so the the hashtag eventually will be a bunch of corny ass hipsters probably saying damn them thrones ha 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 you know anyway um let's get into uh some sism guys all right where's my sism music uh we gotta do some uh fucking with black people uh there we go oh why is that sound so low hold on let me adjust my sound all right turn that up and there we go no rewind all right we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe and we find articles that fuck with black people and we assign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody all right let's see who fucked up um oh azalea banks back in the news uh-uh. uh she issued a the quote-unquote sincerest apologies in the world uh, to sky jackson mm-hmm. and later called her a coon in training that's not about right that's right uh after daffodil check cash in place uh his twitter account was suspended 
for calling zan malik racist names the rapper called out former one direction member for his privilege and issued a sincere apology uh <laughs> wow uh what cr- one direction do to her ain't that a boy band it was yeah he zan left zan left uh last year to be a solo artist so you know maybe she got beef there um <laughs> anyway credit union responds to a post from angel ramirez jordan to her on her instagram page may 12th the harlem rapper said she was not blaming anyone or anything for any of my actions but music industry mirrors the racism black people encounter on, in daily society and it allows people like zane to hide behind his popularity amongst white folk when he himself is aiding in the work of white supremacy cultural erasure and in another instance of a white artist taking credit for the black artist's hard work and passion and truthfully it's pushing me over a fucking edge uh and then she also said him using her visuals without credit is hurtful but zane isn't white he no he's uh i believe he's uh middle eastern that's uh, what i thought okay i'm just making making sure i'm thinking of the right well he's white conveniently for her criticism oh, okay i will yeah. say this man azalea banks is like the perfect example of what happens when you learn enough buzzwords to be dangerous mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's just like i just want to be the most the center of attention by accusing everybody of everything and you're just like yep. but your critiques don't even make sense and you participate in most of the shit that you talk about Dang so like <laughs> where, where's your credibility you know the boy who cried wolf even um so uh yeah this dude angel ramirez jordan wrote her on um on instagram uh dear daffodil you're my sister so i'm not going to throw you under a bus or disrespect you we all have why do people keep trying to reason with her anyway we all have our reasons for saying certain things and doing certain actions i'm a great believer of people having a method of their to their madness i see you as one of our warrior queens who has the potential to reach and teach so many people i absolutely love your fire and passion when addressing injustices and massage noir within our community you are a beautiful very talented black queen which is in caps but you're letting your frustration turn you into something ugly believe me i know you you're in pain but you allowing this hurt to control you and make you angry and hateful i don't think you are a bad person at all i simply think that you have lost direction and purpose you're channeling this frustration the wrong way and also aiming at the wrong people let's not judge our sister and exclude her because we disagree with her actions sometimes we are too quick to throw our people out with the trash instead of trying to help them and to understand what their reasoning may be i mean i don't think you can make that argument for her people have been extremely patient this is a long ass trend of shit at this point i mean i think that that you could have a conversation about it being interesting she's banned from twitter but donald trump can say whatever racist stuff he wants and he doesn't get banned that's a conversation that can be had but it doesn't excuse her behavior nor does it set up some scenario with which black people have been throwing away azalea banks when in reality i've seen nothing but black people she's directly like offended and harmed reach out to her try and talk to her um and come at this from a place of love and wanting to understand and i also don't think that believing that she is truly hurt about something doesn't mean that you don't believe the people that she's hurt at the same time like those two things can exist all together at the Mm -hmm. same time with a lot of different people and consequences are consequences it actually reminds me of 
where you'll hear um, people say like, oh, if a, if a black man um, assaults or hurts a black woman that, you know, don't call the police. We don't want to um, put our brothers in jail. We don't want to um, put them into the system that's so racist and unfair to them. And all of that is true. Uh, but that doesn't negate the safety um, that needs to exist for black women. So it, it just doesn't hold water with me. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Also, um, the way my petty is set up, <laughs> um, she just not the person I'm fighting that cause for. Mm-mm. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's like, uh, and I, and I'm the same way when, uh, people bring up Bill Cosby and black celebrity and how black men don't get to be the same type of sexual criminals that white dudes get to be. And I'm just like, yeah, this is not my, I'm not fighting for equal rights on this one. I'm sorry. I, y'all can do that. Not going to stop anybody. But when you bring it up to me, I'm just like, yeah, not the person I'm fighting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucked up. I want all those pieces of shit off of the internet as well but uh yeah the fact that they chose her and not some other dude yeah that sucks that sucks uh but she's also twitter i mean people yeah. try to equate twitter like it's free speech and now you can't say anything and your life is over it's like but it it's twitter and like it's okay yeah this and the some of the shit she said to him i mean i just i don't get it like i don't see how anybody walks away going no it's really about her pain i'm like dog she's calling dude a terrorist she called him all sorts of sexual slurs all sorts of racist slurs about muslim people like nah man like stop stop. we don't have to defend everybody because they black Mm -mm. you know we don't have to jump in front of every bullet because it's a black person that is the target of that like sometimes it's okay to be like this black person completely has earned the disdain of a lot of people and mm-hmm. i'm not saying anything else needs to happen to her i'm just saying i understand why people are like i don't fuck with you anymore yeah um my grandmother always used to say that everybody's invited in the room but you have to earn your seat at the table and that's how i feel about Zelia. like yeah right. she's here i'm not gonna be like i'm never looking at her again and banish her from the earth but right. she yeah. hasn't earned the seat here to talk to us and to interact with us yeah i've never kicked it anywhere right i've never kicked anybody out of blackness mm-hmm. no like i don't even really know what that means i don't think anybody actually does get kicked out of blackness i think we no. say that what happens is i think people say that when they want to lend a sympathetic ear to a certain person it's like well don't right. kick so-and-so out of blackness like wait who says that we know that person's black right like if that person like even the people you revow there's no like you just if you had to take a fucking lie detector test there's nobody that's gonna be like jason whitlock is not black and pass that shit yes you know he's black that's why you're offended by his point of view right like nigga you black how can you think like this like that is why we get mad at don lemon and shit like that so kicking somebody out of blackness i think is really just people going don't have a negative opinion of this person and it's like well that we're not the people to talk to about that That i might click kick clarence thomas out of blackness he's the only (laughs) one to make (laughs) even clarence thomas you wouldn't pass a lot of tech to test i want him gone but it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen steve i believe i believe strongly (laughs) yeah we have to we just (laughs) we have to take some uh take some uh take some learn how to trick that test you know <laughs> but uh but yeah I, I mean it's but that's why it's so offensive because Kalia said the same shit you know what i'm saying like it's a fit but it's more offensive because we're like you know what the black experience is and you still chose to be this way you know and i anyway so anyway uh azalea basically said she apologizes and shit and then later on she calls um 
she called sky jackson a coon in training uh so that lasted all of a couple of hours before she uh flipped out uh and she had like a sincere quote-unquote apology uh at first but i don't um, don't believe her she took it back so anyway she did that with lemonade too she loved lemonade and then it was the worst thing that she'd ever heard of so yeah yeah because she didn't get no attention loving it yep so zero to 100 karen oh she always get 100 all right what about you leslie i'm gonna give it uh 75 there you go what about you drew i abstain right. i don't i don't uh, i don't uh, i don't feel fucked with because i'm not black so uh i can't i can't give a number i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it 100 um and uh you know hopefully we can get more racist people and shit off of twitter as well i don't mm-hmm. think uh i don't think she's the only one yeah she definitely ain't the only person that said some fuck shit nope um, yeah uh that wasn't even the most fuck shit said that like half a minute like like, honestly god like the number of people that are on twitter and like when i say on twitter like and like maybe like i don't like what like you've successfully blocked people but don't get told like there's like like really like vile like horrible like like really hardcore violent like white supremacists like really like kill all the fight like just they're not like bad they're like the worst of the bottom of the worst like 4chan like eight fucking like the worst thing alive worst and they're on twitter all the time they get blocked for shit they don't get fucking put down or fucking not allowed to fucking harass they're there all day yeah and some of them like know how to code switch and shit because like some of the comparisons are um, like you know leslie brought up trump um you know people bring up like ann culture glp black shit they're way smarter than banks like unfortunately banks went straight at the these are the words you can't say and once you do that you make it easy because people have such a black and white on zero tolerance that they're just like oh okay said the f word they gotta go there's no but but like if you don't say that but you say um uh if you said queer instead of fag Mm -hmm. that person gets to stay but you said the same hateful sentiment you say the same you just said the same thing switched one word and you get to stay you know uh and culture talks about muslims constantly negative things she gets to stay because she doesn't come out and call them i think uh azalea bank said punjabs and terrorists and shit like you just that's why they get to stay because they they play it one inch closer to the line than she did that's it what the hell's a punjab right it's a racial slur oh okay so you know um but yeah and then that's what happens and so she got her ass up out of there but uh yeah it should be a she should be the first of a long list of motherfuckers to go i don't know it shouldn't stop with her Mm -hmm. uh all right let's see what else happened that we want to talk about racially um oh here's one i thought this is an interesting one um go read nigger seattle university humanities dean told a black student who complained about the curriculum now nigger is in quotes because nigger is the title of a book so she wasn't calling that person a nigger necessarily okay Okay. but she was saying to go read this book when a black student at seattle university mateo risi or ricky college asked dean jody kelly for a more diversified curriculum the dean responded by plucking a book from her shelf and suggesting the student read it the book was nigger published in 1964 by comedian and activist dick gregory the student who asked not to be named shared her account of the incident on thursday after university president steven sunberg sunboards 
uh pleaded with a group of students occupying the college to drop their demand that kelly resign the occupation entered its third day on friday man this is like during exam time those students don't give a fuck man these young people are too woke they way too woke my black ass would have been in class they're so woke (laughs) i would have been so half committed oh man i got class y'all i got i know i need this final though (laughs) i need this can somebody hold my spot at the city i'll be back after this exam we totally be like i'm gonna run to the chicken shack i'll be back right anybody want anything what y'all need what do you like i would take some orders you know (laughs) like the line was so long it took exactly as long as my last class i'll be i'll be be arriving to the city in on lauren hill time and shit oh man we was doing that two hours ago oh y'all damn y'all already being maced oh i'm sorry i missed ah, you. mr mason yeah why y'all so mad My energies was keeping me away from here for some reason how <laughs> <laughs> to get in alignment <laughs> so uh yeah he's prayed that some board uh the um who is not the person who who said it um but he he is the um university president he sat with the group praised the students for their activism and said they had helped open his eyes to internalize racism but he insisted they were taking the wrong approach by asking for kelly to resign i do not believe that demanding the resignation of the dean is a way to of attempting to address racism together it sets up an opposition an african-american student at the college spoke in response she said she met last spring with kelly to ask for a more diverse culturally responsive curriculum and response kelly used the n-word she said it three or four times the full word and the students telling dean kelly said the student could reclaim the word if she wanted citing the black comedian's comments oh come on sir you can't you can't be a white person saying that uh listen i was listening to chris rock okay and here's here's my take on the n-word i was watching comic view right mm-hmm. <laughs> the student said she broke down at the meeting with the dean i did not go to class she said the signboard and the assembled protesters that uh that word still hurts it is not her place to tell me not to be offended this woman needs to be removed i'm worried about the students that come after me i don't want this to be the reason she resigns the student told me when i approached her as, after she spoke everyone has stories but this was just too traumatic sunborg who didn't say anything as students applauded and comforted the student left the room the student said she felt overwhelmed and did not want to give her name i emailed kelly yesterday seeking comment the dean confirmed the conversation took place saying she referred to the student to the decades old book by gregory uh pressed to clarify whether she said the word out loud when she spoke with the student she was evasive uh and they have the email exchange at the bottom uh where she says i remember speaking with the student about dick gregory's book by that title perhaps you know the work i'm not in the habit of repeating titles certainly not that one but i did refer her to that book thanks for asking uh then she says i was unfamiliar with the book but i just googled it thanks i'm a little unclear are you saying you referred to her to the book but didn't say the title out loud when when you did so she says the student asked for more diversified reading i complied and pulled a book from my shelf the title as you know could startle so i relayed the story of dick gregory explaining that to his maternal ancestors why he titled it that way his response dear mama wherever you are if I, if ever you hear the word nigger again remember they are advertising my book i'm not in the habit of ever using the word uh that word mr hurts i believe it demeans us all and she i'm uh, sorry she's in the habit of having about a hundred copies of this book on that fucking bookshelf and different fucking covers and shit you can just like she didn't say it she didn't really tell it 
she's just kind of like i think you should read what if she has nothing but racial slurs on her bookshelf <laughs> so she can get away with saying it you know shelf full of shit right it's like an age of hers that comes in uh have you read chink in the armor by oh no 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 you need to see what i'm saying no oh i can't believe that person would leave anyway let me put this up back on the shelf next to coon put this right next to coon you know the c's go together have you heard wick bat washing you ain't read this book before oh man you really should read this it's a good book by by this comedian Uh, you never heard of him don't worry about it i really i I really think there's something here you could have like a whole your own bookshelf with the the like i book reviews right like you got me fucked up oh right oh just post up like you got me fucked up like, right i didn't say that it's your book you. what are you talking about it's a book right uh dean i'm thinking about getting married oh hold on it looks like you have main bitch dreams but you got side <laughs> chick status so you might should read this uh this might help you out i didn't say it i'm just uh, reading your yeah. book i'm just reading the titles <laughs> just read, just read. the yeah. thing is me it's this slick bitch you know how many times she's done this to a black student in her office right. like on the real uh, this the first time she got to pull that fucking little gem off the shelf it's uh, in a way it is such great racism because <laughs> it's great the plausible deniability of it all is just like that is the best plausible deniability i've seen and, and we've been doing this for years like that is the it's best really good and you know her response that changed like oh evasiveness to know i didn't say it out loud mm-hmm. with her making sure nobody heard her she was yeah. like did the secretary here nobody heard oh i didn't say it it's just right. me and her oh, oh no no i didn't say it no well i mean i explained what the book was and what I his reason was but i mean come on there's a uh like cool little like uh author's linguistic double entendre where someone says like oh you know here's my my book it's like i'll waste no time in reading your book right yeah <laughs> that's kind of what her shit is dude it's like was it really i don't know it was like right on the line it was pretty fucking good <laughs> like, yeah like what was that character in the tom sawyer thing like nigger jim or whatever maybe he was like oh well you know this this story reminds me of my favorite character nigger jim nigger jim was really cool you know maybe you can get out of my office nigger jim <laughs> oh oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't know why you're crying um but yeah she did not further explain when the person asked directly did you read the title out loud uh she stopped responding so i referenced it uh at any rate uh zero to 100 karen <laughs> this actually made me laugh so i give it 75 all right leslie yeah i gotta give it like a 50 because it's it's genius i don't know right I, there's a little bit of like a little you know racist respect i don't know i'll give <laughs> yeah. it 50 it's still fucked up but yeah it does <laughs> yes drew are you uh upstating again I feel qualified as a white person. Okay. I'm not fucked with in this category. I'm gonna give her a hundred because, in my opinion, like that just the word is like just you know no, just yeah. in, in every form e r a book print point reference say it no no no. Yeah, it really comes down to who you believe on this one, mm-hmm. and um, I'm gonna side with the black person because I feel like they know because mm-hmm. like there's some situations where shit is racist and it happens to me but i know if i wrote it in a story it wouldn't sound racist and it would sound like i was complaining about nothing yes so my thinking is that the way and an inflection in the tone she was saying that book and how many times she said it yep. made the person be like this motherfucker's fucking with me she like mm-hmm. tapped her finger on like here read 
yeah <laughs> yeah why don't you read nigger something yeah you know it's just like a very it's kind of like when certain people say black they say black in a way where they're you're like that's racist but it's still just a word black i mean you know it's like some people are like oh yeah you know i was talking to a black guy the other day and he said so and, so. and then there's people that was like i was talking to a black guy and you're like uh-uh. why are you saying like that you know <laughs> so i'm gonna give it a hundred i feel like that's some real clever racism mm-hmm. very very clever i had that happen to me at the gym where the like person giving out the towels like insisted on checking my id to see if we if we had towels on our account at the gym and i was like i've never seen them ask a single person ever in the history of ever if they had towel service but somehow my black ass she needs mm. to prove if i do or i don't have it and that's exactly one of those stories like if i just told what happened well then she asked me for my id and it would be like well she can't ask you for id it's not that big a deal i'm like yeah but you didn't hear that bitch and the way she said it to me and how she asked me for it was like oh i know your black ass doesn't have towel service so let me see your id bitch you really said to me and you could literally sit there the rest of the day and she not ask anybody else that and people would still be like yeah leslie but i mean come on you might be being sensitive here and honestly the 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 like knee-jerk white reaction is to kind of like downplay it like oh it didn't happen like that i think right i don't think it really was like that and they didn't mean it like that and maybe you heard it this way and i thought this this other time and it's like when i say it's like a knee-jerk like when she literally like this story she's talking about she tells it to me and my first response was literally like like oh yeah i'm not sure i don't know if that's really that like racist and it was maybe like four or five six hours later she's relaying this story to someone else over the phone and i'm hearing it like third person i was like oh that sounds really fucked up like i had to go apologize I'm like i'm sorry i should have like hey like you're black and like my wife and i believe you like i can't believe i doubted you I'm, I'm sorry like if you say that felt racist of course it felt racist but my like the reaction to downplay it was so strong that was still like like oh i don't think it was like that they don't mean it like that like my mind was like that's my gym too yeah i think that happens with a lot of people in certain spaces that we have right like uh i know when like a woman tells a man a story men are prompt to be like nah that i mean now come on what was you doing i mean they want to explain the shit to you right was you kind of like flirting with them or something it's like what what the fuck why would i be telling you this story and leave that out like that doesn't even fucking make sense i wouldn't be complaining about it if i contributed to the shit that's not even how this works but uh yeah that happens all the time and i think it is a gut response that you have to like fight against you know um all right let's play our other game here guys now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today drew and leslie from the interracial john to guess the race and the chat room plays long and the chat room is racist they are racist as hell y'all sorry but they won't leave um all right story number one a blind man is caught driving and reading and committing disability fraud oh that's a lot happening in that sentence Mm -hmm. that's right uh in his application for disability benefits john caltabiano uh claimed that he couldn't drive cook for himself exercise at the gym or move around his house or even shave without help 
the new york man 49 said he lost his sight in a workplace accident at his company in 2006 and since then he's bumped into things and hurt himself at home i sit in the dark and listen to tv he wrote on his application on the day of his disability hearing in hudson new york last fall caltabiano had his girlfriend lead him into the building but what he didn't know was just a few days prior investigators had caught caltabiano on video appearing to be reading something in another video investigators had caught him driving a vehicle and then breaking in time to avoid hitting a woman in a child in the street another video shot by investigators caught him holding the door open for someone all unusual behavior they said for a person claiming to be blind (laughs) maybe he's daredevil (laughs) (laughs) disability fraud is a big problem across the united states last year the united the united states social security administration received ninety thousand allegations to investigate and also won 1200 convictions and returned 225 million dollars to taxpayers last year when it comes to making an assessment of how many are out there we know how much has been brought to our attention and we really rely on those fraud allegations uh said michael robinson who's the ssa assistant inspector general so when a tip came in about caltabiano u.s attorney richard hartunian at the department of justice and his counterparts at the social security administration quickly started looking into it the investigation found that he did lose sight in one eye in a workplace incident but there was no indication that his other eye was affected so he must have been like um so how much for two eyes (laughs) (laughs) how much for the other one it's a bigger check i can make that work and i don't even have to come back to work again shit (laughs) absolutely because if you were blinded they would pay you your salary that you were earning for the rest of your life like it's a it's a big Mm. not like a big difference but it's yeah. a substantial payout yeah one eye they might be like well come in we'll see you on monday right you know just turn your head just swim yeah. <laughs> yeah. here's your pirate patch come on in right give him a patch and put his ass back on the assembly line uh Caltabiano was on track to collect 1.3 million dollars in benefits before he was caught uh he was sentenced in october 2015 to almost five years in prison after being found guilty of conspiracy to commit mail fraud five counts of mail fraud and theft of government property his lawyer said he was appealing the case his girlfriend is serving three years probation after being found guilty of fraudulently obtaining his federal and state disability benefits damn she went down because she was the girlfriend more than seven thousand cases are over each year of suspect uh, of, of suspected americans trying to dupe the system um so guess the race of mr john Caltabiano, um, the fake blonde dude. I say, uh, blue collar job, white skin crime. That's what I <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what about you, uh, Drew? Oh, for sure, dude. White is the still functioning, seeing fucking eye. <laughs> isn't white. Oh. All right. Let's check the chat room. Uh, white, blind to privilege white. <laughs> I don't see seeing color translucent one who gets mad if they don't get their extra care bucks from cvs white uh, uh spanish says Prita linda uh white who probably did a pacino impersonate impersonation like sin of a woman uh, what well, a correct answer is he was white And 
one person said like uh spanish i believe They caught him. They caught him like I, driving. Oh, driving though. <laughs> Lord. Could you have done it now? Like one point four million. Could you have like wore the dark sunglasses and just really like been like blind, blind, like like really like method act like twenty four seven for I don't know five years probably. I probably couldn't five method years? act five years, but I could not drive. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's what and, I would say. And, and you know what? And it may be because I'm a black thing. Because I'm black thing, I always assume they gonna check. White folks just had that privilege that nobody gonna check behind them on shit they do. I'll assume that you're gonna check and validate. So I'm mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, right. You go four years of this fucking scam and they bring you into like some like ophthalmologist, like, nah, he can see perfectly. God damn it. Right. <laughs> I might be just the one dude that they catch getting fitted for glasses. Or right. Something. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, plus, I mean, now I think if I was in on trial and this shit happened, I would use the daredevil defense. I would be like, uh, Your Honor, I actually would like to admit that I have superhuman radar ability, and I'm still legally blind, and I'm owed all 1.3 million. But I also gained these fantastical abilities, <laughs> and that's why I'm able to drive, hold doors open for people, yep. and watch TV. Okay. Ah, and read. I sense it. I can sense it. Yeah, I can't tell what color your robe is, but I know I'm in court. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i know you have i know you have on briefs under your pants oh lord when uh daredevil i I didn't read the comics when the first in fact we got netflix for daredevil because of you guys we were on the show and you were talking about like oh we gotta get netflix and i remember at some point like the third or fourth episode he like senses a box of nails on the fucking like shelf over there and it's like a half a box of nails and i don't know why like all these other things i had no problem with but that right there i was incredulous with like oh this is fucking was ridiculous so i was like okay so all the a other half shit a box a half a box how do you know it's half how do you know half a box yeah my favorite thing um was uh i read because i do read the comics and i was reading um reading an issue the other day where uh captain america was like in his ear you know like guiding him through like solving this crime right uh and so he's like okay do this okay go here and do that and then so he gets to this room and there's a bomb in the room and it's rigged to explode and captain america's like okay all right i can walk you through this all right you need to open up this part of the bomb okay is it open yeah all right you need to cut the green wire and And they just showed daredevil jumping out of the room and it looks like he's running away like he's just like fuck it everybody gonna die and but like he actually goes and gets a criminal and like makes that criminal disarm the bomb oh, right but it's just funny he had to come up with this alternative solution because he just gets to this moment where you're like oh yeah all the superpowers in the fucking world can't tell you what color that wire is right. <laughs> uh, all right man uh next story uh no baby mama drama a convicted killer seeks love online oh okay mm-hmm that's right karen it's sometimes don't let killing the motherfucker stop you from finding love i i i understand honestly ray lewis yeah just because you kill somebody should you really have to never be allowed to love again to never have ah. a tender pro- i can't have a tender profile because i murdered my wife really <laughs> that was a long time ago uh a new york city man is convicted of killing his wife and is drawing new outrage from his public quest for romance john creppy 
Hmm, that was a weird last name i don't think we've ever had that on the show before john Kruppy was sentenced to 25 years in prison last september after being convicted in the murder of his wife simeonette mapes in their staten island home mapes mother teresa maples or maybe they mean maples why is her last name different from her anyway uh recently learned of Kruppy's profile on dating website convictpenpals.com the profile states i'm not married and i don't have any kids no baby mama drama here (laughs) (laughs) come on man (laughs) that's so fucked up he has no baby mama drama the prom the the positives that's what you gotta do you gotta (laughs) you know the stuff that's going i mean they're already on convicted criminal like hookup right (laughs) it's like uh yeah i'm a convicted pedophile but the good news is you don't have to ever worry about me and my having any kids i'll never be around kids so i oh, mean Lord. if you just don't have no kids in your life you know uh holler at me um ah. <laughs> mabel's mother uh Teresa. oh wait so uh he says he has no baby mama drama Teresa mape says quoting cruppy's website profile uh dating profile it was just the way that he wrote that it was like an attack on us that's how it felt it was an attack on his family like he has he hasn't enough he took my world away to destroy my world he destroyed my life he destroyed my family she said she was a good good hearted soul person and that's why i want that these convicts cannot write up these letters write up these profiles prosecutor said Kruppy pushed mapes a brooklyn teacher down a flight of stairs during an argument before stabbing her 15 times well goddamn i know he then ransacked the home to make it look like she'd been killed by an intruder prosecutor said uh Kruppy, who was also a brooklyn teacher at the time uh, shout out to brooklyn teaching the children meet up with the met up with a prostitute with a prostitute after the killing then returned home hours later and called 911 mm. wow he's like you know what now i can finally meet up with a prostitute what's the rest of this guy's ah! serious <laughs> recently <man>. single yeah <laughs> uh Kruppy, i'm not attached to anybody you know uh Kirby has maintained he is innocent and told a judge as sentencing he did not kill his wife his data profile also claims he's innocent so why is he on that site then well i guess he was convicted okay it was it's like my daughter meant nothing Teresa said uh she started an argument i mean an organization called sissy's angels in honor of her daughter to help victims of domestic violence you know that's where my anger comes from is that my daughter did mean something and she was an asset to this world Kirby's attorney mario gallucci was asked about the dating profile monday and he said in a statement although i can see how the victim's family could view such a profile as being disrespectful i could understand my client's point of view by trying to keep his hope alive Kirby's case is now in a pillar process but uh for Teresa, the last line of Kirby's dating profile is haunting take a chance and write me soon you won't regret it will they regret it question Teresa mapes yes it will be the sorriest thing they ever did if they wrote this person so guess the race of this uh dating profile dude uh jonathan Kruppy. i'm gonna say part of the robert durst book club white <laughs> okay uh, what about you uh drew yeah it's still uh one of my people very white <laughs> all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe white american psycho man i wish i had the confidence of this white man on my dating profile way too much energy spent when you can just go to the store for cigarettes white 
white this is some charlie sheen shit white swipe knife white (laughs) oh oh the correct correct answer is white (laughs) and i'll get his picture on here in a second i had uh this one website doesn't let me uh link pictures let me see if i can uh he's gonna get like responses too like for real for real swipe knife though that's killing me (laughs) that really shows how uh how desperate the dating game is right Mm -hmm. like people are out here like you know what um he ain't got no i ain't got to worry about him cheating on me when uh his ex so i guess (laughs) i guess I, i gotta make this move i ain't getting no younger i already i always know where he is <laughs> yeah you know ah we got i always say we got to give people a second chance and the death penalty uh sentence is not forever just 25 to life okay the the dude before the dude that uh, the dude before the chick ends up with mm. like like what do you think like like you gave up on me for convicted kurt murderer like you know what i feel like if that happens to me i look at your facebook uh facebook profile and i go you know what i'm okay with this i (laughs) you you moved on from me to a a convicted murderer and that's something i wasn't willing to do to keep you so judge away there you go uh all right bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race for the bonus round of guess the race so far both of our contestants are two for two but will they mess it up as they get nervous in the bonus round probably let's see let's see um here's one a woman groped a fellow passenger's breast on an airline oh a woman allegedly reached over and groped a female passenger during a packed flight. Heidi McKinney, 26, was flying from Las Vegas to Portland on Sunday when she touched the woman's breast and genitalia without consent. Uh oh, so she's touching everything. This is why we can't let them in the bathroom, Karen. Okay. Authorities were alerted. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's two women. Authorities were alerted to the incident by the crew of the Alaska Airlines. Oh, you know what I just realized? from now on transgender people are gonna be playing guess the gender type things with the orientation because there is gonna be a sensationalism around any crime that happens in a bathroom oh yeah definitely like they're definitely gonna be watching the news like come on man come on don't please don't be trans please right there i mean any crime in a bathroom really that's anything yeah. i know they're crossing their fingers be hetero be hetero, right be hetero because some dude gonna use the transgender excuse that's of happening of course some straight dude who i wouldn't have raped her in the bathroom if it wasn't for this new law like what this is you could have went in there last week i had to wait till the law to pass <laughs> i'm a very very we uh, got laws against rape fighting rapists yes yeah. i'm a very proper rapist i do not break the rules when i, I do i only break one rule uh, the rest of the rules i follow like bathroom <laughs> situations yes i always be sure i wear my skirts and my knee highs yeah you will see i'm only accused of one crime okay 
uh anyway so uh authorities were alerted to the incident by the crew of alaska airlines flight 621 and once the plane landed they interviewed the alleged victim who said the touching was not consensual miss mckinney was taken into custody where she was charged with third degree sexual abuse and her bail was set at three thousand three hundred ninety one dollars yeah how would you even i'm a stranger what are you hoping i say right that i'm cool with this right Uh, i guess it was all right i mean or like oh maybe it was an accident or you know yeah yeah. so tired out thing like that so uh did you consent to being finger banged by this strange lady that just sat next to you no no i I really didn't not in a public place i mean yeah i don't know this fool right however she was released the following day with charges dropped after a no complaint deposition deposition was filed that afternoon mm-hmm. uh u.s federal officials will review the case um so yeah uh guess the race of miss uh what did i say her name was heidi mckinney um has multiple copies of nigger on her bookshelf <laughs> <laughs> uh what about you uh drew i uh i'm gonna not only say white but i'm gonna go a little bit further i, I refer to these women usually as pack backies uh like little pack pack bird girls so she's gonna be like platinum blonde white like five foot two like 101 pounds like <laughs> okay yeah, platinum package. very specific oh yeah she has the good hair uh, <laughs> shocked she didn't didn't touch the black woman's hair in front of her them first uh says she thought it was flotation device white heidi had her hands all up in the milk and honey white white the complexion of the protection white uh could have worked happily at american airlines white they took they look so real when you're who's your doctor white i worked for the tsa it ties wait i worked for the tsa it ties sack at what is this ss member sack ass member i guess of the white power council sack and ass oh TSA, okay there we go ass. tsa titty sack and ass oh because the cursing you had to space it out got it my bad uh white it, uh i was petting wait i was just petting why does it have to be a thing white Aww. the correct answer is and everybody got this one again white mm-hmm. i like that everybody knew that Yeah, they ain't gonna let no black woman do that. Yeah. I don't even know what the response she thought would happen is. Cause like, how would you even begin to suspect someone would be into that? Right. And it's one of those things where nobody black going anywhere. Right. Like I, she just bought that ticket probably to group people. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. that, that was the whole purpose. Then. That's the only purpose. I don't even have any business in Portland. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I came just for you, girl. And the reason why I said nobody black was involved, it wasn't a brawl. They were like, America Airlines, everybody get arrested. Word. Word. <laughs> that is so true. Mm. <laughs> I that, watched, uh, what was the show, Black Ink, where the Donna and Duchess, they went down to Miami and uh, they, they got together, but the one was like, no, nah, I didn't do it. You, you tongue raped me. She's like, damn, tongue raped you. She's like, he was moaning and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one. Last story and guess the race prosecutor a pillow fight escalated to violence god damn a 37 year old townsend man has allegedly given a dangerous new meaning to the phrase pillow fight what began as a drunken fight over a pillow between sean tatum and his girlfriend in their barker hill road apartment in townsend in march 16th escalated to where tatum is accused of dragging the victim to the bed and punching her breaking her nose oh shit Mm -hmm. tatum pleaded not guilty 
in air district court to charges of assaulting assault and battery on a family member and defacing property he was held without bail pending the dangerousness hearing on thursday but what makes tatum a danger to the victim in society uh barn said is his multiple page record of assault charges spanning two decades most involving alcohol many against girlfriends he has had four restraining orders against him by two women oh 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 see see Mm -hmm. this is why you need to google people man most recently in a matter of months tatum racked up four domestic violence charges most in the worcester district court uh barnes noted that tatum had a pending domestic violence case in worcester involving the same victim in the townsend case as part of his release he was ordered to stay away from the victim oh he didn't follow the rule oh Hmm. shocking but he then went back to living with her and picked up another case while stipulating that tatum is a danger defense attorney edward walker argued that his client doesn't need to be held in jail while awaiting trial tatum can live with his grandmother but <laughs> well i'm sure she'll be fine she'll she's be fine kid. right mm-hmm. let's put him in let's put him in the house with an elderly woman that right. that don't work out great but tatum was ordered held without bail as a danger in the townsend case and his bail was revoked and he was held without bail in his pending worcester's uh case his next court date is april 6th so uh guess the race good of mr sean tatum not so magic mike white <laughs> okay <laughs> uh pillowcase also a clan hood white all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe <laughs> someone question how is he out he's not out guys they didn't <laughs> they did not give him bail so uh it's taking people a while to guess on this one yeah. and and why was it why why was pillow fight even in it like he dragged her to a bed and punched her in the face what's the pillow got to do with anything all it's funny because certain domestic violence articles will start with something like that where it's like didn't get the last piece of chicken then when you read it you're like oh this is horrendous it's, you know it's like ah! you know a man was hit with the last piece of chicken then he skewered her with a poker from the fireplace and you're like fuck how do we get here this is the lead you buried the lead this dude yeah. is evil he you started with like pillowcase like you know gone wrong or pillow fight gone wrong like no no like oh, no. girl dragged to a bed and punched he's, in the face by repeat offender abusive <laughs> and today it happened in succession near the pillow fight but it right. could have been anything really yeah. right the issue was not was, the, was breathing that that day lowercase lowercase pillow uh uppercase fight you know <laughs> right the pillow was not the problem that day not the issue <laughs> yeah they do that all the time man um white they spent they sent him to move in with big mama black <laughs> black white madea's baby black white all those restraining orders but still walking around all liquored up white black messing with grandma's pillows on the plastic couch (laughs) (laughs) dragon tatum white uh the correct answer is and most of you missed it he's black a couple of you got it That was a good one. 
my real problem with guest the race always is that on the one hand, I'm always looking for a reason for it to be a white person. And on the flip side, I'm always looking for a reason not to be a black person. So I'll con- convince myself of all of those things with each story. Like, no, that could be white. That sounds white to me. It's like, oh, that's no way that's black. Like, that's and, my and argument with my You also mind. play the odds, right? Like, you're hoping it's white. And if it's white, you're right. And if it's black, you're like, ah, oh, dang it. But at least I didn't think it. Yeah, the clues the clues in that one were um, Sean was his name. Y'all should have asked for the spelling. It was H-H-A-U-N. Um, also, uh, he was, um, he was not allowed bail. Uh, so right. they kept him. Yeah. Uh, normally they let white dudes go again. They just feel like, oh, I mean, what's, what's the worst danger he could do? Beat another woman? I mean, come on. That's the, that'll be the <laughs> third time this week. <clears throat> uh, all right. Let's do, uh, the final thing we come to do. Gotta spread the gospel about fighting against sword ratchetness. Mm-hmm. It's real in these streets. Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't pill a fight with Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. A woman threatened with a sword by nephew after dispute about cleaning. Cleaning. Oh shit, it got real? Cameron, Cameron Reese, guess the race, white, 18, was arrested on Tuesday after police said he threatened his aunt with a sword. The victim, Angie Norman, told deputies, sheriffs, that she and her nephew were arguing about cleaning their residence. She said Reese threw all the laundry on the floor, entered the room, and closed the door. When Miss Norman followed him into the room, she said he pulled a sword off the wall, unsheathed it, and aggressively put the blade within a few inches of her face. Afraid for her safety and the safety of others in the residence, she called 911. Damn. Wow. He, he must have came in the room and been like, clean this shit up, and threw all his dirty clothes on the floor. And then she came in there like, no, not in my house. And then he pulled out that sword. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, in another one, let's do this one a 57 year old man way too old to be fucking with swords was arrested sunday after allegedly threatening to hurt his wife with a decorative sword my aunt and a wife don't we always go to the people that are closest to us that's right you know people with swords stay out of their house y'all officers responded about 8 45 p.m to a family trouble call the man's wife told officers she had been in the bathroom when her husband came in and took her phone he reportedly accused her of cheating on him and threw her phone against the wall and damaged numerous household items. <laughs> you know the worst part? What? She probably was cheating on him. <laughs> She's at that midlife, dude. Right? I mean, the, the extra, like, you know, sex period, midlife, that might be also, like, the time you start fucking with swords and shit. Like, I've always wanted a sword. Like, I, I could... <laughs> I'm really like I'm 56. If I don't get a sword now, when am I ever gonna gonna get a sword? (laughs) Get a sword right now. If you start threatening, um, if you start threatening me while I'm on the toilet, then I think uh, it's about time for me to start cheating. That's all I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) You got swords and shit. I need to be looking for a way out of here. If you're gonna Uh, threaten in the bathroom, though, swords is the best way to go. You gotta block the door. Like it's a good way to. Yeah, and and then why would you break the phone if you're looking for evidence in the phone? I don't get it. Uh, the man that, you know what, why am I trying to make sense of this dude? This dude <laughs> has a fucking sword and he threatens his wife with it. Right, right. The man then, this is what people want our podcast to be, Karen. 
the man oh, then no, no. <laughs> i hope not no <laughs> just in the middle of me talking karen just pulls out a sword bitch i know you cheating no baby please i would never we're not eating chipotle we're not i promise we'll never yeah. eat it uh the, the woman said uh the man grabbed approximately a four foot long sword from the wall he began swinging it and yelling to work that he would slit her throat before leaving the residence the woman said she ran from the house uh from the bathroom into her daughter's room and held the door closed the daughter was home during the altercation of course uh, i'm sure she'll be able to have many healthy fruitful relationships when she goes sure, out. sure with this perfect example um <laughs> police spoke with the man at the residence he said a family friend told him his wife was cheating on him and he became upset the man admitted to knocking picture frames off the wall and destroying some items in the resident but said the decorative swords were never touched the preliminary blood alcohol test uh when police made contact with the man indicated oh, holy shit wait is this right his alcohol content was 0. 0.76 is that what's the legal limit is it okay okay all right cool all right i, I thought it was 0.008 for a second i was like this wouldn't he be dead he would be uh, <laughs> he was um, there though fucked up that decimal point thank goodness anyway he was drinking the man was arrested <laughs> on suspicion of domestic violence related disorderly conduct and criminal damage to pay yeah i wonder if he feels bad that he didn't go over the legal limit so he can't be like i was just drunk baby it's like no you can still drive a car technically y'all ass crazy you're crazy mm. yes. yeah no the the people that are on sort of ratchetness the like venn diagram of like sword ownership and like drinking and mm. fucking like angrily like smashing shit like there's like a lot of overlap there yeah mm-hmm. yeah if there was a venn diagram i'd say number one uh attacking a woman is high on the list yeah uh, a lot of women getting swords turned on them uh and definitely uh now you know what there's also some mental illness in there a lot of times there's uh drug use uh there's like a lot of like hot button issues involved in sword ratchetness but i think the number one issue is we should be regulating sword ownership guys all right uh all right man check out the interracial john okay um they do a podcast weekly it's great we listen to it all our friends are on it we've been on it Mm -hmm. uh and uh it's it's great it's great stuff man you can find it on all the places you find podcasts and interracialjohn.com uh you guys got anything coming up do we have anything coming up? I don't up? have any guests coming up. No, we don't have any guests coming up. But when we're in Philly, we're hoping to do a little maybe John meetup so people can be on the lookout for that. Oh, yeah. oh that's right. Oh, you yeah. guys um in Chicago did kind of right. a um, TBGWT little meetup. Oh, my gosh, yes. How was that? It was, it was amazing. Fun. We had so much fun. It was hilarious. And the food, we went to a Jamaican restaurant. So the food was amazing. But the service was oh yeah yeah which you know happens but we had a great time and we were cracking up cracking each other up it was really fun now we got there perfectly timed yeah it was great i'm glad y'all enjoyed it man and uh yeah we'll be up in dc meeting a bunch of folks soon Mm -hmm. so i'm excited yeah we'll see how that uh <laughs> isn't that funny karen's like i'm excited me we'll see how that goes see how it goes. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're two completely different things like i'm like road trip let's go i'm excited rod's like i gotta get myself mentally prepared 
it was because yeah, he's an introvert it was that's how i am i'm like don't have to it was reflexive too like i didn't even think about it till I was, it was out my mouth i was like oh yeah that no one's gonna want to meet somebody talking like that <laughs> yeah. well hopefully these motherfuckers won't be crazy <laughs> uh, no i'm i'm gonna want to meet everybody i'm gonna get excited that day guys yeah all I, right i am i'm gonna be excited the most roger gonna be have to be like hey get away from crazy but other than that we're gonna be good because i will probably just speak to everybody once i get places i feel like i'm fine it's just all the build up between like thinking about it traveling and then getting there that's what i'm like something gonna go wrong they gonna cancel our show i don't know <laughs> you know like i won't be shocked if we get there and they're just like your badges don't work and i'll just be like yeah that figures we should just go home you know just go now <laughs> but if we get there I, I, it's gonna be lit guys so show up yeah we plan on getting there yes we do all right man we'll talk to you tomorrow our guest will be pd still you guys may know him from uh three guys on being mm-hmm. one of the sock puppets he also has his own podcast stillborn dc i believe is the name of it um if not that's his twitter name but uh yeah he'll be here first time guest tomorrow and then mm-hmm. wednesday recapping game of thrones we'll have uh lejeftro jenkins and dragonfly jones of the jenkins and jones podcast so everybody's gonna been really excited about that that should be fun hope you enjoyed this extra long episode man that means we really like leslie and drew okay mm-hmm. uh, we'd like you guys too thank you again we drag so it much for thank having you, yeah. us on the show yeah. we were looking forward to it and it's always great to be here on the show with you guys and when we always. obviously we said we started a podcast because of you guys but i remember talking to leslie like well you know we're gonna do it and we like it and you talk like well is it successful are we having fun like what's the metric and we both decided that when we got to be on the black Who tips then we're like okay we've made it like that's, <laughs> i'm serious I'm not that was kidding. our lofty lofty goal i'm not even kidding yeah. i'm not even kidding well you know what man we're glad to uh anytime we can help make the goal man we're glad to be able to do it man y'all do great work mm-hmm. all right man y'all uh we'll be back tomorrow until then love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.